everybody, and welcome back to the McDoncast, the, the funnest podcast in town, the only podcast around. You didn't say it. No, I was right. This is the only podcast. Yes, yeah, the only podcast around. That's why we say that. No, not around at all. Well, but we, how do we know? We, did we make up the word podcast? Yes. Why? Well, this is, it's not like, it's this, this called the McDoncast. If it was the first podcast, we would just call it the podcast. Well, because the podcast was named after, the pod and podcast was named after the, the iPod. iPod. Yeah, but why wouldn't we have just called it the podcast? Well, we have a podcast. deep affection for the iPod, so we named it after our favorite thing, the iPod. Yeah, but, but we didn't, because it's called the McDoncast. Well, no, that's the name of the show. The name of the, the format. Why podcast. would we name the format something different than the show? The first podcast wasn't named podcast. But we are the first podcast. Yeah. We're the precedent. So we should be called podcast. The first TV show wasn't called TV show. What was it called? I don't know. It might have been called TV show. It definitely wasn't. How do you know? It was definitely called the something show, but it was not called a TV show. The TV show. The first movie wasn't called the movie. It might have been. You don't know. It wasn't. What was it called? It's, well, it's, technically it was that like thing of a horse running. Mm-hmm. I don't think that even has a name. It's yeah, just that little video of the horse definitely isn't movie, It's though. the movie. The first movie. Yeah, it's called the movie. So if anything, we should have called this the first podcast. No, it would have just be called the podcast. No, this would be called the first podcast because it's the first podcast. Yeah, it's like the first national bank, but we're just the bank. We should have called ourselves the Mall of America Hour with Steve and Joby. But that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Who's Steven Joby? I don't know. Did you make up a guy? Is that like they Steve Jobs, Ma- but he added an E to his name? They host the Mall of America Hour. What is the Mall of America Hour? <laughs> it's an hour podcast about how much they love the Mall of America. Like every week they do this? Every week. <laughs> okay, anyway, let me give y'all a rundown. If you can't of... tell, we're, uh, we're already going off the rails and spitballing. So we have no movie to review this week, yes. and there were no major stories. So, the actor strike did start, but that is basically the same as the writer's strike, so there's not a whole lot of new stuff to cover there. We'll talk about it, but there's not a whole lot so, of new ground to break down. Last episode, we talked about Mission Impossible, right? Yes. We're recording this on Wednesday... Barbie and Oppenheimer don't come out till literally till tomorrow. tomorrow. I don't know why we didn't wait to record this. Well, we're not seeing them tomorrow. But anyway, no, we're gonna so see. We're gonna help. see them both on Friday. We're gonna Barbie in the morning. Yeah, Oppenheimer we're at we're night. seeing Barbie in the morning before I go to work, and Oppenheimer <laughs> after I come we're home go, from work. I was thinking about this. We're gonna go to Barbie at the earliest possible showing, and Oppenheimer at the latest possible showing. <laughs> there are six seats taken in that theater for Barbie. Yeah, and we're you, me, Max. Uh, my friend, two of my friends, and that's it. It's us five. I guess there's five seats taken. That's it. <laughs> cool. We're, um, the only, we're gonna be making fun of it the whole time. I mean, unless I mean, good. hey, I like it when there's no one else in the, the trailer. Theater. Looks because it right. means I can loudly blurt my comments and like we don't have to worry about other people getting upset. Well, I can get up. I stuff. can go to the bathroom without having to like yeah duck. shuffle through a bunch of people. Yeah, it's good. I like that. But um, oh, they put up ropes so we can't get the refills in that theater anymore. Probably because you weren't supposed to be doing that in the first place. Well, yeah, obviously, but like, <laughs> what do you mean they put up ropes? So, okay, we went to see Mission Impossible last week, right? Yep. Uh, I got up to go get a refill, right? Because you know, Which as we've been doing for the last year, since no one enforces that, Sam does it, and it's weird. 
Max does it too. You've also done it. I've never done that. Okay, well then you're weird. Ever, literally all of us have done it. Mostly because you. you are way more like okay with getting up in the middle of a movie several times. Yeah, because I like to like once I'm in there, I, unless I have to like really go to the bathroom, I try not to leave the whole time. I usually time. go to the bathroom like maybe twice because I don't want to Usually I get up stuff. to get a refill like around halfway through the movie. Yeah, you get up several times during a movie. I get up on average of three times. Sometimes he'll get up, he'll go check his phone in the hallway. I've never done that. He'll Sometimes go, I check it like while he'll, I'm in he'll the go bathroom. drive, he'll go get groceries from Walmart. That I have back. done twice. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick mean, will just straight up fall asleep in the movie theater. Patrick will just like get up and then stand in the hallway of the theater and not go back to his seat for no reason. <laughs> he, has, he has a Remember that time we Patrick were... is maybe the worst movie goer <laughs> in existence. I think he just doesn't like going to the movies. He as much. um he does not. He 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 refuses to pay for concessions. He, uh, he'll talk loudly during the movie. He'll check his phone, fall asleep. He once farted while sitting right next to me in the theater. My favorite was when he got up to go to the bathroom and left the theater. And then he didn't come back for like 30 minutes. Yep. We were like, is he okay? So I got up to go check on him. He was just standing <laughs> in that little hallway, like before you go up to your seat, just like watching the movie. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I forgot to go back to my seat. I was like, what are you, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's not here to defend himself so we can make fun of him yeah it's okay anyway but yeah we're seeing so we're gonna have to we get, love you patrick so come back for, to the show yeah for, yeah please come back um so the first showing for our op for barbie in like our local area on friday is for like 10 25 that's when we're gonna go everybody figure out what theater we go to and you'll see us in the theater if you go at that showtime um so that's the earliest one so we're gonna have to get up like like around nine ish, probably around nine to go see it, and then we're gonna see Oppenheimer at like ten twenty five, like almost tw exactly, exactly twelve, 12 hours, hours later. And that movie is three hours, which means we're gonna have to wake up at nine, and probably we won't even go get to bed home until like until two, like probably like yeah two thirty three o'clock. Very good, very well, good. It's and gonna be a I day. have to go to work. And that so day I'll have too. to work a shift in between those two. Very fun. Very fun. I can't wait. But yeah, because uh, Barbie Oppenheimer come out this in the next couple days, this is just a news episode. We have no movie to discuss. Uh, we're going to talk a little Which, bit is about... This, is this the first episode of the summer we haven't had a movie? Oh, definitely for the summer, yeah. I mean, 2023 has been a pretty packed year. Yeah, we've had lots of There's been of a lot of... Not a lot of very good movies, but a lot of movies in general. There's been three good movies, two okay movies, and uh, a bunch of bad movies. Honestly, I would say there's been more just straight and mediocre movies. Yeah, just than a lot of very movies. lame movies. Like there's The Flash was the only movie this summer that came out that I like disliked. I did not like that I did not like that I didn't like watching. Was, Everything else was just like eh. Flash was bad. I think Transformers was really really bad. Uh, you you disliked Transformers way more. That's just cuz they did a lot of stuff that was like absolutely nonsense. I was more just numb to it. <laughs> um what other movies have we seen this Sunday? Oh, Little The Little Mermaid, Mermaid was not, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of, it was way too long. It was very annoying. Fast X. Fast X was bad, but it was funny it. bad, so it was I okay. had fun with Fast yeah, X. Yeah, I had fun watching Fast X. I like when he hits the suicide lever and blows himself up I for just no love reason. that Jason Momoa's character, his plan, he's working like 85 steps ahead. Why did he take so long to do his plan? Because There's it, been like six movies between I just love him, that his, getting his, him getting his safe stolen and now. <laughs> 
And it, <laughs> what took him so long? Well, to be fair, he had to set up like 80 different fail saves for when Dom did this, this was going to happen. When Dom did this, this was going to happen. The guy planned on himself forgetting to take Dom's car away. Dom driving off the dam, and he knew that was going to happen, so he put bombs all over the dam and was going to blow up the dam. Very interesting plan. Yeah, but um, so we're going to talk about some comments that Bob Iger made. Uh, we're going to talk about some updates on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which is still supposed to come out this year, even we though... We got Blue Beetle, SAG news, Netflix news, Bob Iger news, and GTA yeah. news. Yeah, you were going to talk about GTA. Yeah, so let's start things off with probably the least interesting story. Oh, and then the at the end of the show, we're going to talk about what we think the highest grossing movie of next summer will be. That's We're about halfway through weird. this summer. We're long-shotting next summer using our brilliant galaxy brain predictions. Yeah, because our predictions were so right we're this so year. Good. Um, You're so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so as part of the data breach that happened... Uh, oh, there was actually a couple news stories. So first off, the hacker who leaked all that GTA footage a few months ago... I saw that. Uh, ...was ruled not fit for trial yes. by a psychiatrist. Brilliant, brilliant so lawyering. that's interesting uh that that's kind of that's it for that part of the story but as a different part of the story that. some data that came out from the leak that like just recently like someone found out uh the game started development in 2014 so it's had a nine it's been in development for nine years as of right now mm -hmm. um and the projected budget the budget allotted for the game is two billion dollars which makes it the single most expensive piece of media ever produced. <laughs> ever. How? More than all of Game of Thrones. Like how? All of it. Fr from episode one to yeah. season eight. The whole show. It's more expensive than all of Game of Thrones, all of WandaVision, all of Loki, all of, all of Infinity War, all of Endgame. Endgame avatar to any single piece of media this is justice the, league the most expensive Pirates one. of the caribbean four a two at least two star wars movies combined ridiculous that's that is in like how conceivable what are they doing over there what why yeah what like it's like it's just gonna be more gta what, did what you, could they possibly what are be you, doing over there what are you doing like, How? I can't even think of a thing about the new GTA that would be different from the old GTA. I mean, is Cyberpunk not just GTA in the future? Is that not essentially just GTA but new? I don't know what you're talking about, but like... My comparison is like... Cyberpunk is effectively just like a newer, fancier-looking sort of sci-fi-themed GTA, right? Sure. In terms of gameplay, in terms of story. How is it that that was like drastically less expensive than what GTA 6 is supposed like, to be. Like, how are they... What do you do with GTA? That series' biggest fundamental innovation was in the third game. And then it's just been like graphical increase, graphical improvements mm -hmm. and story changes. It's been the exact same game for 4 and 5. Well, okay. What are they doing with 6 that makes it so different? And that, I saw a rumor a couple years ago that this one was going to be set in the past, so I guess that would probably affect it. That's not true. It's not? No, because we, we have leaked footage of the game. So then what are they doing? It takes place in modern day. What are they doing? I don't know. And the footage that was leaked, now, to be fair, the game is several years out from release. 
Even though it's been in development for almost 10 years. But it didn't look... It did not look marginally different from GTA 5. Yeah. Because it's GTA. And there's no problem with that. GTA is GTA. But why does it take that long? They don't need to drastically change it. It sells ridiculously well as it is. But like, what are you spending that amount of money on for GTA 6, a game that for all intents and purposes will basically just be more GTA 5? Yeah. It makes zero sense. The game, the core gameplay doesn't change. The mission structure is exactly the same. The only thing that changes from well, game to assume. game... Well, we assume. We don't know. I mean, we don't know what they could be cooking up. Every mission in, in uh, GTA is either follow this guy in your car or steal this thing and shoot this guy and run away. We don't know what they're cooking. They could be... They could be got, what they, are you may, cooking may, with GTA? Maybe they got a new recipe my book. Only, my only thing that this could be, like my only thought or theory is that the map is like the biggest map like because it's open world like the biggest open world map in the history of video games and like Which the most there's, detail there's no way that that's true because it takes place in a single city but it could be like the most intricately detailed now, map in the history of gaming. we have a lot of games that take place in one city like uh, i've recently been playing through spider-man uh, from the ps4 great game uh really really good something that's weird about that game though you can't go in any of the buildings yeah that's what i'm saying like maybe same with cyberpunk in fact this drives me in. Okay, in Spider-Man for PS4, at least there's no like ob like doors that look like you should be able to enter. Mm -hmm. In Cyberpunk, there are doors on almost every building that you can go up to and press the open button, and it just says locked. But those doors never open. Well, you want to feel like you can explore, but you can't. Explore. Yeah, but it would be cool to see a game where that takes place in a city and each building is like fully fleshed out. That would be insane, but maybe that's why it's Yeah, so that's the only know. thing it could be. Like in terms of like actually innovating something that like causes the that amount of money to be spent. But my I, what is most likely happening here is just that they've been lollygagging and eating McDonald's and playing Mario I mean, they have Kart or something and been like just like drinking beers and smoking crack or whatever and just like not working at all and just all taking home like massive paychecks barely doing anything and then okay. going home what i assume has happened is the game has gone through several different directors there's they, definitely been at least three or four major creative turnarounds yeah they can't decide on a direction for the game and so which is weird because you just do the same thing you did last time well it's what happened with halo with uh halo, halo infinite. infinite they kept they would spend a That's year or two developing yeah. a game. The direction would change. They'd have to scrap most of it and do another thing. And they kept having to pivot over and over again. And then that they, game they getting... fired the creative director like a year before release. Yeah. I mean, this one they've had to have fired multiple creative directors. They probably just aren't as public about it, but they've definitely, they're definitely having major difficulties with development. Right. Obviously. Which makes no sense. Because what do you do? What's going wrong? It's just GTA. It's not hard. It's yeah, a game where know. you, it's a game. Where the core player base drives around in random people's cars, running people over and shooting things until I was the talking cops about this with them. my. That's all they do in that game. I was talking about this with one of my friends the other day, but GTA is not like a skill-based game. No, it's but a dumb, how, fun game you fire for an hour and How good you are in GTA is directly proportional with how much time you've spent playing. <laughs> There's no, like, actual Yeah, it's just skill. accumulating stuff as you go. Yeah, it, that's like saying I'm good at Animal Crossing. It's like, no, you just played it for a really long time. <laughs> like, you, there's no skill. What, did you press A really good when you caught the fish? Like, mm -hmm. no. Yeah, I don't understand what could possibly be going on there. But hey, 
it's probably going to make that money back. <laughs> I fully expect it to make the $2 billion back almost immediately. I mean, how much money has GTA 5 generated in its lifetime? Well, I mean, that's their cash cow. I mean, that's... I mean, that's all Rockstar does. Yeah, well, they made uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Made in lifetime. Uh, yeah, GTA 5 has made an estimated $7.7 billion to date. Yeah, so that's... The development for GTA 6 is what a what is that a fourth about? Yeah, about a fourth of its of, of its revenue. Yeah, almost eight billion dollars. Now is that eight billion dollars in profit or in revenue? This is probably revenue. Yeah, because profit would be including the cost of development and upkeep for the game, like subtracted from the that's true. Amount but like, they've earned. I don't know, but it made it's generated eight billion dollars. They definitely took home most of that <laughs> they've definitely taken home a a large chunk of that i would estimate probably especially a... since they have that's just from like sales of the game I... that's not counting like people microtransactions yeah what's the um, what's the lifetime revenue for there's gta no online there's no way to know that they, they don't i mean they, they have to well, say during like an investor call 180 million units sold of gta 5 the game well i'm talking about GTA so we know online. how much money like that was like around how much that made from that being sold but rockstar is public about like how much they're making from microtransactions well no not exactly but they do say on investor calls like we've made x amount of revenue this year from uh you know gta 5 GTA online 5 transactions online or whatever made. because if they make a lot of money they want to be public about it they want to be look how successful we are invest in our company yeah i mean i can't i can't find that all I can find I'm is sure that it's a lot. all I can find is that they're hoping that it crosses the ten billion dollar mark before they get the next one out. Which that's is really do. all you really need to know. I can't believe people are still playing that game. The game has been out for ten years. I mean, it's one of I would argue three companies that their entire success hinges on a single game. What are the other? There's two? Minecraft. There's yeah. GTA. Mm -hmm. And there's Call of Duty. I would argue Pokemon as well, but. They're kind of for the Pokemon thing. company. Yeah, that's obvious. But Nintendo doesn't. Uh, but rely in on terms Pokemon. of studios that make other games, I would well, say Mojang like, doesn't do anything. Minecraft. They make Minecraft Legends and Minecraft Minecraft spinoff games that are like cheapo and take. A those year are to like those fully fleshed out other games. It's just no one cares. But they're Minecraft because Minecraft is such a big name that it it just smothers any potential for like other ideas to even form in their those studio. But Activision. Activision definitely heavily relies on Call of Duty. I feel like they would, they would still be around if they didn't, but they would not be Activision. It would be just like a small. What do they make other than? They'll occasionally Call of Duty roll out like a Skylanders like or a Crash Bandicoot. They've made two Crash Bandicoot games in the last like twenty years. I mean, they'll roll out some stuff, but like, and one of them was a remake of the games they made. I'm 20 saying years ago. like. They would still probably be around. They would just be very small. They would be like rare. Mojang would not exist if Minecraft never came no. out or was not out. Right. That wouldn't happen. Well, Mojang exists because of Minecraft. Rockstar, I think it's harder to say. Mojang did not make Minecraft. Minecraft made Mojang. Yeah. Rockstar, like they were around before GTA and like they do other stuff like Red Dead Redemption. What did they big. do before GTA? I don't know. That would mean that would be go. That's going back to like the PlayStation era. Didn't they make uh like running like driving gun games on the NES? Probably. I mean, they've been around since the eighties. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, they've no, always they've been around since the '90s. Pretty sure they've always been making like super violent software, super uh, violent stuff. It's kind of their thing. Made films. They made movies. Yes. Anyway, you keep talking. Let me find while I'm looking for this. What are you looking for? I'm just looking for a list of stuff. Yeah, but this is. I mean, I can't. I don't even know what to think about that being the most expensive piece of media ever produced. I mean, I mean it'll probably be passed in the next two years. By what? Something. Warner <laughs> Brothers will burn $2 billion on a Justice League sequel. What? How long do you think it will take before we see a billion-dollar budget on a movie? On a movie? I mean... We're approaching the, uh, like, okay. 500... I would say $500 million is it, around the top of, of movie budgets right now. Well, okay. If Avatar 2 and 3 were produced at the same time, right? If you counted that as one big production, that definitely cost a billion dollars. Nah, that's two movies. But yeah, but, like... And again, but, like, all of the Avatar sequels are essentially being produced at once. Like, at one just... Like yeah, row. so, well, they're being filmed at once. That, that whole... Is... I mean, to do all five of those, it's... It's going to be probably over $2 billion. Yeah, but that's a whole franchise. I don't like think Like, just one single movie cost a yeah. billion dollars. Yeah. <sighs> you think anyone will ever do that? No. Not for the next 50 years. I mean, the box office and box office or streaming, whatever revenue stream would be the primary one at that point. It would have to be generating so much money that, like, you could burn a billion and a half dollars so why do you think like studios are so much more willing to spend a billion dollars on a video game than a movie because a video game can generate eight billion dollars in revenue that a film can't yeah i mean in like ticket sales what how many star wars toys do you think they sold with the new trilogy a lot probably about a billion dollars worth at least that's true how many of them stupid lightsabers you think they sold with the stupid yoda heads but on? also like they don't need to spend a billion dollars for that to happen no, but if you do, you will sell way more toys. I'm not saying for one movie. Well, I don't know. Like, if you spend a billion dollars on a movie, right? If you do a bunch of tie-ins and stuff, I don't think the movie costing that much is going to increase the sales of the tie-ins. Well, we, we don't even know what a billion-dollar movie would even look like. No, like, what would like that conceptually, be? that... Especially since all movies are going to be made by that, the AI computer and cost I don't think dollars. as of right now it's even possible to spend a billion dollars. No, I don't know. Movie. Well, you could. But doing you definitely what? Doing could. what? Flushing millions down the toilet like, for okay. no reason. Maybe you could argue that Tom Cruise movie where he's going to space whenever that happens. That will probably... That's going to cost so much. technically cost well over a billion dollars. Because any kind of space technology requires <laughs> so expensive. insane amounts of money. Yeah. Like, even if you... Let's say they have a partnership with SpaceX and SpaceX, like, Yeah, if like, you're counting, like, space. building a rocket In terms of, like, yeah, R&D uh, for like the rocket part of the ship. production, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, I guess you could say Top Gun costs a billion dollars. If you're counting them building all of the airplanes. Yeah, because the airplanes are, the like, a couple billion dollars that. each. That's true. The your U.S. tax dollars. So, I guess it that. depends on how you calculate yeah, I mean, the movie. Like, a shooting production budget for... Batman yeah, I guess 3 we don't count the being a billion dollars like that would we don't count the R and D for the like GPUs they use to like yeah render we're not the talking game. about like what computer did they use to render the film let's factor that in yeah that would how much did sense. the building that we're shooting in cost <laughs> what's what's the property value <laughs> factor that one in how much does the Warner Brothers lot cost 
All right. Probably Tell me what's right going now. on with Bob Iger. I did see that at his uh, billionaire okay. conference. So he made a week some remarks. ago, Bob Iger was chilling at billionaire summer camp. Uh huh. No, literally, literally was, billionaire summer camp. It, it was him, Zuckerberg, and like a couple other billionaires on like a private oh, island. Elon, Zaslav, Tim Cook, they all hang out. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, the Illuminati got together. They, they were just literally chilling. the Illuminati. <laughs> um, Bob Iger, he did an interview with CNBC. Uh, he talked about the strike, which we'll get to his strike comments later on the show. <laughs> so funny. We'll talk about that. But he said some stuff about Pixar and Marvel and Star Wars. He said that Pixar releasing films straight to Disney Plus during the pandemic taught audiences to wait for streaming, and that has hurt the theatrical grosses of recent Pixar films. He was talking about generally how this pivot to streaming generally has hurt the business. Um, he is correct. Yeah. However, it should be known that switching the entire Disney business model to being that was streaming his focused idea. was entirely his idea. He's the one who wanted to do Disney Plus. His baby was that whole initiative was he wanted solely that, his idea. He wanted that to be his legacy when he left the company. Was that he, he thought did, that was the he sole was the Disney, Disney Plus guy? Yeah. So like his like retroactively being like, well, you know. My, the old boss wanted to do streaming. I'm all about no, the movies. No, you did streaming, left. The old boss came in, got blamed for streaming, got no, fired. No, did exactly what you were telling him to do. And then he got fired for it. <laughs> and you came in and were like, I promise not to do any of his ideas. <laughs> so dumb. Like, okay. Honestly, the whole, the whole streaming thing, like it, w it was in some ways inevitable and like they couldn't prevent it, right? For like... The year 2020, I mean, and like to a degree, couple months of 2021, they were either going to release movies to streaming or they just weren't going to release movies, right? Like that was their choice. So I get when they put when they put Soul on Disney Plus in December of 2020. I get that because what else are you going? You can either hold it where you've already done like half a marketing campaign. Yeah, no, Disney Plus absolutely made sense during COVID. Yeah, but then sure. like when they went into 2021, right, mm -hmm. and they put Luca on Disney Plus in the summer of 2021 where the box office was not recovered but it was doing better and you could have been starting to like tell audiences hey the movies are in the theaters you're gonna have to wait for the disney plus release but no they put luca on disney plus and then in march of 2022 when the box office was even more recovered they put turning red on disney plus that was a mistake and that was that made no sense that was entirely just because we don't think this they will didn't make have money faith in theaters. the movie we're gonna put it on disney plus right that was all that was and then Lightyear, which they thought was going to be like the big grand return, that bombed when they finally put that one in theaters. Because and at you that know what? point, it'd been since, really since 2019 in Toy Story 4, where a Pixar movie had come out. For in all intents and purposes, that movie should have done very well. But it was, like, the, the way that they pursued that idea, I think, was the dumbest possible way they could have pursued that idea. And they shot themselves in the I foot. think uh, probably... A lot of the gross was hurt by the COVID, but I'd say a decent part of the reason that movie failed was just simply because it was not a good kids movie. Like if it, and also it was confusing. It wasn't about Buzz Lightyear. Well, nobody knew what it was. Like the fact that they had to like throw in a tag at the beginning to explain to you what you were watching shows that like it was creatively misguided from the start. It should have been a theatrical movie version of the Buzz Lightyear TV show. Yes. Where he's a space ranger and he explores stuff and has a space adventure. Yeah. Instead, it was about a guy stuck on a very boring it planet. Was interstellar who with has Buzz to, like, Lightyear. Do a time loop over and over again and then beats up his, you know, his future self. Popular like, lighthearted popular lighthearted kids film Interstellar by Christopher Nolan. Like, no. 
kids don't. You got to try to explain what eight year old what time dilation is. Lightyear and the Flash have the same plot. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. He does the time loop, and then he beats up a future version of himself change, who's old. He doesn't change history. He just keeps going forward. No, but he does time. change history because he doesn't become that guy. True. Who knows? I don't understand how Lightyear even works. Um, yeah, but just generally. And if they... Okay, studios are all panicking right now, right? Because audiences... Most audiences are willing to just literally just wait at home and wait for stuff to come out on streaming, right? Yeah. People tell me all the time, oh, that movie came out? I'll just wait for it to be on Netflix for free because mm -hmm. it'll be on there in a month, right? If you want things to go back to the way you, they, they were before, 2018, 2019 territory, mm -hmm. there is literally no other option than just throwing audiences cold turkey back into that place. You have to delete Disney+. Plus. You can even keep Disney+. Plus. But what you have to do, and the reason they don't do this is because they're scared. But you have to do this, is just go straight up back to old release windows. Well, but they don't want to destroy Disney+. Plus. You're not going to destroy Disney+. Plus, do No, it. but you'll give people a lot less reason to buy it if you don't put the movie on there for a year after it comes out in theaters. What you have to do is just go, this has a theatrical run, and then it's not going to come out for home video for four to five months. And then it's not going to come out for streaming for six months. Well, that's what they've been doing for the last couple for of months. For some stuff. For some stuff. Disney has, has been doing that Disney a little bit Disney, for the most more. part, has gone back. Avatar, One... they waited like half a year to put it on Disney+. Plus, But like, um, Haunted Mansion is going to probably be on there within a month. Okay. But also, Haunted Mansion is not going to make any money theatrically. But that's because a lot of people... We'll just wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. No, that's knowing because that's gonna... a lot of people don't I know you're care gonna, you're, about You're dumping the movie. on Haunted Mansion here, but like, literally, you have to do that. There's no Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, Same thing. You just have to wait. It's because for, it for a lot of people, it's not worth it to see it in a theater. Exactly. Because their care about that property is not high enough to justify a more than a Disney Plus subscription worth of money to go yeah. see a movie, than to wait five months to see it on Disney Plus. Like, Haunted Mansion is a great example. Because there is no... No one wants to see a Haunted Mansion movie. If anyone does, they will see it because they're really bored and have nothing else to do. And I'm serious. And that's way easier to do if you already have Disney+, Plus. you see it on the homepage, you're like, I got an hour and a half. Boop. Yeah. It's way easier to do that than, all right, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to drive to the theater, I'm going to hand them $15 to see this movie I don't really care about, I'm going to pay $20 for a popcorn and $20 for a soda, and I'm going to sit in this theater, and I'm going to have to drive home, it's going to be dark outside, and that's way bigger of a hassle than just going boop. But again, there's no way you're ever going to get them back to be willing to do that if they just keep doing what they're doing. Like, I saw Flash, I was scrolling through Prime Video the other day, and they had The Flash, a movie that came out, mm, literally exactly a month ago right but that movie we already no. know is not a theatrical success. exactly a month ago on the home page and it says theaters at home the flash rent for 20 dollars. i'm like guys if what you're gonna do is hold the successful movies and wait for the streaming but then the movies that underperform immediately dump them on streaming you're teaching audiences to do the exact thing that is driving the problem what you need to do is the movies that underperform, you hold those because you need to teach the audiences that when they underperform, they won't immediately be there on streaming. But they're trying to recoup the loss 
of that. But movie. that's because they're trying to recoup the loss right away. If they would just wait, but the, then underperform, underperform it, if it underperforms in theaters, right? But then you roll it out later on to PVOD, mm-hmm. where they actually have to like pay to watch it. Yeah, I'm not saying like uh, no hard feelings. The Jennifer Lawrence comedy, right? Yeah, that's doing pretty well in theaters, but it's not going to make a profit, right? It's going to end up going to Netflix in a couple months. What that movie is going to end up doing is not do great in theaters, but do okay, where enough people probably saw it and are talking about it. End up on PVOD, where people will have to pay to watch it. It'll make some money doing that. And then way later on, it will end up on Netflix for free. And then it'll probably do really well on Netflix. But there's still that window where you're able to recoup some of that losses by having people who waited for streaming have to pay to watch it. It's the fact that no one has to pay but to watch that it movie, on streaming that's that causing the problem. That movie's not like a demonstrable financial failure. Like The Flash is a is a not even just a failure, but an actual problem for yeah. Warner Brothers. For movies like that, they have to try and recoup the losses as fast as they can, or they could risk like no but longer existing. But you're not recouping existing. any losses by dumping it on Max. That's what no, I'm not saying. No, not on. Well, you recoup the. You lo- gotta put it on premium video on demand, and you have to give it a window of longer than three months to do it. So you just want them to put it on on demand for a while first. Yeah, and then move it to Netflix. Because what they're doing is they're putting it on Disney Plus and PVOD the same day. Which is ridiculously dumb. Because why would you ever pay the $20 to watch it? Because there's a value proposition for people who are... Okay, so this is a very small group of people that they're targeting. But this is who they're targeting. People who don't have Disney Plus Mm -hmm. are interested in that movie Mm -hmm. and might rent it. But if you look at the rent price and you see, oh, that's... $20 $20 to rent it. Oh, but Disney Plus is $10. Now you've just got a Disney Plus subscriber because they subscribe just for mm-hmm. that movie. And now there's a chance that they might find something else they want to watch and they might keep that recurring revenue. That's why they release them at the same time is to make Disney Plus seem like a better deal. That's why they do that. I just don't understand why they're pivoting so hard to Disney Plus when that has not been profitable at all. Because the goal is for it to become profitable later on. It has to reach such a ridiculous level to become That's why they're so desperate to get subscribers on there. That's why they're doing this. But they have to spend so much to get the subscribers. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand why Hollywood in general... Like, I I keep talking about this with random people. I'm like, they're literally the only industry that innovated themselves out of existence. Where they invented a technology so convenient and cheap for the consumer that they no longer, that they themselves made all of their traditional revenue streams obsolete. In a perfect economy, and this is getting into economics, but in a perfect economy, companies do not make profit. In like a per, in, in technically, in like perfect competition, companies do not make any profit. They reinvest everything into the company. Mm. And that, creates a constant cycle of innovation and creates constant competition and mm-hmm. it's the best situation for the consumer because it costs the least amount for you yeah hollywood is despite their constant mergers mm-hmm. still a very competitive industry yeah arguably probably the most so in terms of like general options. consumer yeah. options yeah now more so than what, ever. what they are experiencing is perfect competition and it sucks for them <laughs> obviously but it sucks by design because in a perfect, in a perfectly functioning economy with perfect competition, they shouldn't be making any money, which that sucks for them. That's not that, as a business. If you're the business owner, not good. But uh, David Bob Iger makes like what, like 135 billion dollars a year, something like that. So you know, obviously he's not hurt. No, it's just like it. Streaming is the best thing to ever happen to a consumer. 
Yeah, because it's, it's way cheaper. Way cheaper than cable. They don't have to go anywhere, and they can watch anything they want at any time. Often much faster than they used to be. That's to. great for, for most people, right? Most people have Netflix, and they don't need anything else. My question is, like, who would Hollywood let that happen? Because obviously they didn't predict the business model, because otherwise they wouldn't be freaking out and constantly struggling like they are right now. Well, because they were making so much more money by having linear television channels and movies at the and movies and theaters. Because initially, Netflix did make them billions. Netflix is making billions. But it made billions for them, too, because they were paying them yeah. millions for every show, every movie on the platform. So they were like, hey, this is making billions like, of dollars. Sony, I will do that. We clown on Sony all the time. But Sony has actually been one of the few smart yeah. companies in that. They don't have a streaming service. When they make stuff, they sell it to someone else. And they make way more money doing that than burning $250 million on an Ant-Man movie that's going to underperform at the box office just so they can dump it on Disney Plus to fill the content void for a week. Streaming itself is not the mistake. The mistake was taking on the burden of maintaining a streaming platform every single on studio. your own. Yeah, every single studio maintaining their own platform was the dumbest thing they could Because... And this is getting into, like, sort of internet, um, what's the word? Like, infrastructure costs. But the actual maintenance cost for a streaming service is insane. You have to pay to use the internet bandwidth that you stream across. So, like, anytime you watch a, a movie on Disney+, Plus, they have to pay the internet company who built the line money in order to use a certain amount of Comcast. bandwidth to it's pretty much yeah, always pretty Comcast. much Comcast and Comcast does own streaming services <laughs> I wonder why uh, it's because they can get better rates from themselves um but, but they own one of the worst ones which is bizarre but that's a whole nother <laughs> thing but they have to pay to use the bandwidth yeah that incurs a very high cost not only that but you have to pay for the servers usually from Google or Amazon those are the two biggest ones um Cloudflare but I don't think they really do streaming service hosting but it is very expensive to maintain and operate a streaming service, especially one that streams at 4K, which almost all of them do. That is yeah. very expensive. Netflix was able to like, keep up with that cost because they were the only platform. Yeah. They were the only ones, so they were the only ones that had to pay for it, but also they had a monopoly on all streaming content. Anything that wanted to stream basically had to go through Netflix Maybe Hulu. Those were really the only two options yeah. for a I mean, long time. Hulu didn't make original programming until fairly recently. Well, I'm not even talking about it. I'm just talking about in, like before yeah. they even really made original programming. But every studio saw that Netflix was making billions. Didn't really understand why. No, they just they, saw a big pile of money and were like, me want that. They didn't understand that in order for that to be a sustainable business, you have to own everything well they wanted their cake and to eat it too they thought we can do television and movies and have that be big and profitable and we can do streaming and have that also be profitable but they didn't realize they had to sacrifice the movie and tv business for the streaming to work and now we're not i'm not saying like these companies are poor they they've recorded no, not at all they've recorded record well profits, except for warner brothers except warner brothers they're a couple <laughs> billion dollars in debt we can get into that but um like these companies have recorded record profits year over year for the last i think like five or six years um which is crazy but the revenue that they're making is not from streaming 
it's from the parks, the toys, Disney the makes, deals. If you don't know this, Disney makes the vast, and I mean vast majority like upwards of, of 60%. its revenue from the Disney parks. Yeah. The movies and television shows and streaming shows and all of that exists to feed into making content for the Disney parks because that is the primary revenue generator. That's not, obviously not the case for, for Warner Brothers. They're mainly a TV and television. They're mainly a television and movie studio. They don't have the theme parks. Uh, Universal does have theme well, parks. Well, they do have stuff at theme parks. But Universal also theirs. has infinite money because they're owned by Comcast. So it's not as big of a deal for them. Universal is the studio that is able to release a movie and then put it on streaming two and a half weeks later because they literally cannot run out of cash because their parent company owns well, the again, internet. Because for them, it is way, <laughs> way, it is exponentially cheaper for them to do streaming because let's say I'm Universal, right? I'm owned by mm-hmm. Comcast. I give Infinite my movie, bankroll. I give my movie to Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Amazon Prime still has to pay to use the bandwidth. That I own mm-hmm. to stream my movie. So I'm that they paid me to. Stream. I'm making like triple money on that deal. Yeah. Like, of course I'm going to do that. Of course, it's it's immediately yeah. profitable. But Disney does not own the, the bandwidth. No. Warner Brothers does not own the bandwidth. Or the service. It's really base. just AT and T and Comcast. Or now, the IT development that they have to do to design and upkeep the service UI. Yeah, like stop just, it from crashing. Even just small things like that. But like AT and T and Comcast are really the only ones that own internet bandwidth. AT&T had a streaming service. They got rid of it. And got rid of it because it was just a drain on their profit. They were making way they more were money owning the money bandwidth. They were just into nothing. Yeah, because they were already making money from the band. And that's why Universal doesn't have a streaming service. No, they do. Well, they do now, but it, there's not really anything on it. Because for them, it's easier to just sell stuff and then make the money on the bandwidth. It's ridiculous. But um, he went on to say, moving on into back into the Bob Iger stuff, he said that Marvel and Star Wars, uh, the brands have been diluted due to releasing too much content across several platforms and that in the future though the output from those franchises will be uh will be slowed in Marvel order to and star wars yes in order to ensure higher quality and to keep the budgets under control part of the reasons that movies and tv budgets have been skyrocketing so much is because they're just moving as fast as physically possible in order to get them out by a yeah. certain release date i saw you see that article the other day that secret wars cost like 212 million dollars Secret Which I don't what? understand how... No, not Secret Wars. Secret Invasion, sorry. Secret Invasion okay. cost over $200 million to make. How? I don't know how. Okay. Don't ask me how. Sure. That, show, that is a show about mostly people sitting... That is a show about nothing. In, that like, is a show where nothing happens. It's a show about people sitting in like restaurants and bars in London and whispering to each it's other. A mo- it's a show where every episode they do a fake-out death and nothing happens. That's it. That's the show. I mean, the fourth episode came out. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe something. Oh happens. yeah, the fifth episode, episode came out. The fifth episode. I don't even know. The series, the series finale is next week. <laughs> Nothing's happened. I mean, nothing's happened. Nothing has happened. No, Not we've had a single thing. One fake out death. Mm-hmm. One real death, but it was the death of a character no one cared about. Most people don't even know exists. They had a real death, a fake out death, and then another fake out death. And then a and then a fake out attempted murder. Because we didn't have anything to talk about this week, I was like, oh, maybe we can talk about Secret Invasion. But then I was like, to talk about. Eh, there's only one episode left, and it, it would literally just be us complaining about how boring it is to watch. So they they introduce a lot of cool concepts and then do nothing with them. Not like Nick really. Fury's wife. Spoiler alert: He has a wife. Why wasn't she? It's a, you're not ever it. in any other property ever. But like, it's like That's okay, dumb. but she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't do anything. 
And they do these scenes where they retroactively have like their relationship defined yeah. so that they can like bring up their relationship in the they current try to, time. They like, work it in Nick Fury's tragic backstory. But, it's but like, it comes oh. off as stupid because we don't know who this is. Yeah, okay, maybe they had that one time in like the past, but Nick we didn't Fury know about that. Nick Fury was at his best when you didn't know anything about him. Yeah, now that we do know about him, he just comes He's off as so like a loser. He's so pathetic in this show. He, the only reason he had any powers because the scrolls were helping him and then he didn't even do what he was supposed yeah. to do and now they're mad at him. Honestly, the scrolls are like are kind of the good guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, except they're like... Except for the genocide. Except for the genocide they're doing. That's bad. But like, understandably, is the he wrong screwed one here. them over. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay, technically Captain Marvel screwed them over because she was supposed she to... She ain't helping. She was supposed to find them a planet and she has, as far as we can tell, been doing She's literally jack been flying for the around, last She's decade. been flying around space being Superman for 30 years. And not doing the one and thing she, she said she And she couldn't find one place that was like, yeah, well, welcome some Like, okay, Nick Fury, like, said he would help them okay. get their stuff. But he can't really do anything. He really was, like, counting on Captain Marvel to Real do Real quick, you know how the whole reason they can't sell on Earth is because everyone on Earth is xenophobic, right? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, that's what they say. We have seen planets in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies that are just, like, amazing, pristine cities that are like super diverse with a million different alien species on them yeah that they could just go you live think, on i know it, ex it exploded but like you think xandar when that planet wasn't around wouldn't have just been like sure the scrolls can come live here there's what a couple thousand of them well okay the reason why and they haven't said this yet but it's obvious if you've been paying attention is that the which i have the so scrolls are like super territorial and warlike and they're, that's why they're actually hated, but they didn't say that to Nick Fury. Because remember when he was like, tell me something I don't know about Skrullos. And then Talos was like, you know everything. And he's like, that's not something I don't know. And then they're, later on, they're like, you were our war general. You were supposed to like be the conqueror. And then I guess they didn't do conquering right and got dead. I don't know. Stupid. But obviously they used to be like super warlike and now they're not. And that's yeah. why everyone hates them. That's the real yeah. reason in universe. I guess we'll talk about Secret Invasion next week when it wraps up, but yeah. there's a good chance it's just going to be like, yep, that happened. Because there's been literally no major plot developments, and there's not going to be any major plot developments next week either. Yeah. If you're just going to walk into a room, probably shoot two guys, and then have a, a yelling match with Gravik, and then they'll come to an agreement, and then the show will end. Yep. And then there will be an ad about, and then there'll be a PSA about how welcoming immigrants is good. Because that's even though they did that's that, that's really going. Sam. That's what the show's really you know what, about. You know what other race of aliens was super into conquering everything? Asgards. That that exploded and Earth was like perfectly okay with housing all of them. Asgard. Yeah, Asgard. There's already an alien race living in its own area that is perfectly fine. On Earth, unimpeded. On Earth, just they're just chilling. Why it's would actually they care? a tourist destination. Why would they care? Earth, obviously, no one on care. Earth would care. If, like, okay. Okay, the Earthlings don't this know is, that they did, like, a lot of war. This is the Marvel Universe, right? There is a million freaky, super-powered weirdos running around, blowing up cities every single day. They've been invaded on aliens on an annual basis. And you think if one just showed up and was like, hey, we just want to, like, chill out on this island in, in the middle of the Bahamas and live there now is that fine you think they wouldn't just be like yeah why didn't nick fury be like okay look if you help protect earth you can live here like that's basically what the asgardians are doing why did if he you not... help protect earth you can live here why it's did... a very like no easy... why did he not just like get on tv after 10 years and be like hey by the way 
There's been a million aliens among you living here for 10 years. They've not done anything bad. They've actually been helping out. We're going to go give them an island, and they're going to live there from now on. So when do... When, Everyone would be fine. When do you think they'll introduce Nick Fury's kid, and he'll be part of the Young Avengers? Ugh. The last episode or the next episode? I don't think they'll do it in this show. Because I feel like... The only reason this show exists is so they can no, do that. No, I feel like they would have done it in, like, a... Like, they, we, there would have been, a, like, a person cast that would have leaked by now. But, uh, no, they're definitely going to do that. Maybe in the Marvels. They did that with, um, uh, Black Panther. She-Hulk and Black Panther. That's true. No, but She-Hulk there obviously was not a guy there. That was just a completely animated character. Yeah, they, they could the do that with a scroll. Because he's BB half scrolls. They could just have a CGI guy. Ooh, then, <gasps> then he can look young forever and they can just continually recast the role from now on. So like Hatsune Miku, but like an MCU character version? Like, like Nick Fury's son who would become the new Nick Fury, like he can look. Like they can just continually, <laughs> like whenever he gets, the actor gets to a They'll doctor whoify the yeah, guy? Yeah, they'll doctor whoify him. So dumb. I'm not joking. I Boom. Mean, yeah, they could do that. A hundred years, Nick Fury, no problems. At least then it would make sense how he became such a good spy is because he can like shapeshift. No, I don't think they'll do it in this show, but they're definitely going to do that because otherwise, why are we doing any of this? Yeah, it just it it's comes not, off it's as very It's not going pointless. anywhere. There's nothing happening. Unless they're going to do something with the scrolls in Fantastic Four. But and also, not, that's probably going to be a period piece, so I don't even know how that works. I'm not saying that the stakes are not high or well-established. They're not. In the show, like, it, like World War Three might happen. And, like... In the show, yeah, that's a that's an issue. But because we know that the Marvels is coming out in like a couple months, and Nick Fury is in that he's show, in the, he's and he's perfectly fine. Uh, we know and that the Earth is fine, and he's back on his spaceship. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that this show will effectively have absolutely no discernible like effect on the outside MCU. No, this is not going to do. There's not. There's nothing happening. The conclusion I came to uh, is that okay. Here's something I just don't understand. Why do the Star Wars shows matter so much to the Star Wars universe, but the Marvel shows matter so little? There's no real reason why. Like, the Ahsoka show is, for all intents and purposes, the next chapter in Star Wars. Okay. The, the Mandalorian yeah, was a big chapter of Star Wars. The reason for that is, like, those shows are all building off each other to a thing, right? But it's just those shows. Like, it's just Mando and Boba Fett and Ahsoka, and they're going to lead into something, mm -hmm. right? Everything in Marvel is connected. Like, everything. So every little show, every one shot, every movie has to exist within one cohesive web with everything else. And so, like, when it's building to something and when you have to keep all, like, those fact, you have to keep track of all these factors, it's much easier for, like, the stuff on the outside to like matter a little bit less so that the, the larger stuff with the bigger guaranteed audience matters more. Like but, the, the Star Wars shows are for Star Wars fans. The main people watching those shows are Star Wars fans. Yeah. And so when it's a bunch of characters from animated TV shows and it's all building to Thrawn, who's a character from a TV show, like all those Star Wars fans know who that is. Like, the Marvel audience, like, the general audience doesn't know much about Marvel at all. And so it has to be, like, very surface Well, but level. they know who Hawkeye is. They know who, like, they know who these characters are. They know who Loki is. I'm not saying like, they know, know who, who these characters are. I'm not saying they don't know who the characters are, but, like, the stories have to be, like, very simple, very um, linear. 
just so that people can keep track of all yeah. of this stuff. Like, Mark, the reason is that the Star Wars <clears throat> shows are releasing one show a year. And if it's not one show a year, it's a show that's not connected to anything else. Yeah, that, okay. like they did three last. They did Andor and Obi Wan and Mandalorian, right? But Mandalorian is the only one that's connected really to anything else. Obi Wan and Andor are just like stuff, stuff that happened. Like, yeah, everything in Marvel exists in one giant straight line. Like Marvel did five show, four shows last year, and they're all connected to each other. So like, they. If you if you skip one, you have to still know what's going on in the other three. Yeah, Star Wars. You can skip Obi Wan and Andor and just go straight from season two of The Mandalorian to season three. You're not missing anything. I think Star Wars, just as a concept, generally speaking, is a lot easier to understand because it has way less creative potential. Well, not not that, but like you can jump into any single piece of Star Wars media and come out with like a generally good experience. Like you could watch just that the- is not true. No, listen, you could, you could watch <laughs> just the original trilogy and you'd be, you, that would be a satisfying story. Yes. You could watch just the prequel trilogy. If you, you would experience the story, you would not be satisfied. But you, could, you would get a complete story and you wouldn't have to do background no, research. No, you wouldn't to have to do any homework on. to figure anything out. Like, you could watch the new trilogy and again, you probably wouldn't be satisfied, but you don't have to do background research to understand, oh, that's the bad guy. That's the good guy. Yeah, were. I guess you could piece it together. With Marvel, there's so much, there's so many more pieces, like... You won't be satisfied watching just no, Ant-Man 3. No, you have 3. to watch 85 like, things to know Like, if you, you watch Ant-Man 1, 2, and 3, you would be extremely confused. Well, there's little stuff in the MCU that can, like, exist on its own. Like, the Guardians movies. You the can Gu- watch... But that's because they're, like, so far 1, away 2, from and 3 and still pretty much get the whole thing. But, like, yeah, I mean, you... If you go straight from Ant-Man and the Wasp, or even Ant-Man 1 to Ant-Man 2... Without seeing Civil War, you're lost. Even Doctor Strange 1 and 2. Yeah, no, you're You'd lost. You have no clue what's going on. But that's generally because that movie's horribly written. But, like, if you watch just The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. you'd, have, you'd be, you figured you'd be perfectly out. fine. It's not that You'd hard. understand everything that's going on. If you watch just Andor and no other Star Wars material, you would there would be some characters that you maybe wouldn't understand completely, but you'd still be like, no. oh, I understand what's going They're on. They're the Nazis, and he's the not-Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are the good guys. They're killing the Nazis. These are the bad Nazis. All right, I, I see. I understand what's happening. Like, Marvel just expects... I think Marvel expects more from an audience that generally cares less about the property. Yes, Star Wars fans, uh-huh. I don't understand Marvel's like level of of expectation for the audience. The the average like Star Wars fan who's watching the shows is very dedicated to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They do all the homework. They know who Ahsoka is. They know who Thrawn yeah. is. They know who all these characters are. And if they don't, they have friends who do, and their friends will explain. Yeah, it to I them. think it's just generally Whereas, because like, Mar- like most Marvel fans are like normies. Yeah, they're just your average Most moviegoer. Most Star Wars fans are like Star Wars nerds. Yeah, they're Star Wars fans. Yeah. Like, the average MCU fan is not an MCU fan. They're a, no, they're, I have free time on my weekends And fan. so I see whatever the and Marvel And so I movie. see Marvel because I know yeah. everyone watches Marvel. Yeah. Marvel is the Netflix of, of no, movies. No, they're the Xbox. They're the movies you watch because your friends, your watch, friends watch them. Because your friends watch them. It's like Xbox is the console you buy because your friends have Xbox. Those are the only reasons that people buy Xboxes and see Marvel movies. I would argue Star Wars is like a PC. Like you actually, you have to understand a little bit on, about how it works in order to get a good experience out of it. And everyone who's in that fan base constantly harasses the people who are either trying to just enter like the PC fan base. fans. Exactly. 
If you're trying to get into PC gaming, all of the PC nerds yell about how powerful their PC is. And yell about how you're setting it up wrong. Yeah, and if you're in Star Wars, people yell at you that you're watching stuff in the wrong order or that your opinion is wrong or that you don't know enough about this. Even though most laptops can play Fortnite just fine and most Star Wars properties can be easily understood by most people. You're not going to be lost if you watch episode four without seeing episodes one, two, three, Rogue One, and then all seven seasons of The Clone Wars. I mean, heck, if you just watch the Han Solo movie by itself, you'd probably be like, okay, that was You'll a be movie. like, why is this movie constantly stopping to say references to things I don't understand? <laughs> but like, yeah, you'd, you'd be, be like, all right, yeah, out. that's a cool guy. I feel like you'd be able to experience like all of the trilogies on their on their own without seeing the other ones, except for the sequels, because episode nine is just like a giant vomit of like episode nine is is a bit of a unique case. But that's because it was trying the to sequels tie everything very together. quickly just spin themselves into nostalgia bait because that's all they had left. Yeah, <laughs> people had so little faith. In anyway, we have to we got to move on. Uh, did we finish talking about Bob? Oh, Iger? I was just going to say about the less Marvel stuff. I don't think you're going to feel that for a while. Because they still have so much in the pipeline Because right they now. started developing like 40 shows. And so they have to roll through all the shows they've already greenlit and started shooting before they can slow down. Um, but I think you're going to see more Echo situations where they just jump bump seasons at once instead of all airing Good, because I don't care enough to watch it every yeah, week. Yeah, I don't care at all about Wonder Man. So, or well, Agatha Coven might, of Chaos. Yeah, I know Wonder Woman has been like on hold for a while because of the strikes. Or the X-Men reboot cartoon, or the What If season two and three, or the Spider-Man cartoon, or the Marvel Zombies cartoon. Too many things Too many going things. On. Too many things. Um, and then Star Wars... Honestly, Star Wars has been putting out... Yeah, that's what, that's why I was like, wait, Marvel I mean, and they've Star been Wars? doing like more than one show a year, but if Mar... I guess the generally one Marvel or the Star Wars shows have been also much smaller scale. Mandalorian was the only big one. Like Obi Wan was a very small scale show. Andor um, Andor was a very very small small scale scale show. show. Well, uh, like not small scale, small small audience. Well, I mean, like in terms of like stakes and effect on the wider story, they were very small scale. Like not not everyone is going to watch an Andor. Everyone is going to watch Mandalorian. Everyone should watch Andor. Everyone should watch Andor. Because Andor is great. But not everyone will. And the best Star Wars thing they've ever made. That's so sad that, like, Andor (laughs) is the best Star Wars thing. And, like, I watched it. Well, okay. It's, it's like, the only Star Wars thing other than, like, some of the movies. And I would maybe, you could maybe argue Clone Wars to an extent. Is the only Star Wars thing that is great on its own not being compared to the others. Like, 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 Star Wars Rebels is great for a Star Wars show Andor is good for, for a, a television show. show. Yeah. yeah. Like Andor, in my opinion, is up there with like the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones, like the boys, like these really big shows that like really hold up. Yeah. Uh, whereas like, I would say probably the first two seasons of the Mandalorian also would fall into that category where like just really strong stories on their own. Definitely uh, season one. Season one for sure. I would argue seasons one and season two. Season one is a pretty good because and like season, episodic. Season two finishes the story. Season two finishes what I consider to be yeah. the main story and then of the Mandalorian. There's more. And then randomly there's more for like kinda <laughs> no reason. Season I still enjoyed season three, but it was very clear that like this was not where they yeah. thought this was going to be. I feel to go. like uh, Star Marvel's problem was definitely too much. Way too much. Because I've heard definitely most people just be like, oh, they just started putting out so much stuff after Endgame, I stopped caring. Yeah. Like that I was that was Marvel's problem. I feel Star Wars had kind of had the opposite problem 
where they, they were, released so little like, that everyone they, forgot. For the life of them cannot get a movie off the ground, and most of the stuff they do release is just mediocre. Or very niche. Yeah. Like, I feel like Star Wars is a quality problem. Marvel is, like... A quantity problem. Is a quantity problem. Because, honestly, most of the Marvel shows are not bad. No. Like, even their, even at their worst, like, they're still okay. I'd say there's three good ones. Like, Loki, really, really good. Mm -hmm. Moon Knight, pretty good. Pretty good. WandaVision, WandaVision pretty good. Pretty good. Miss Marvel, it's okay. And if you're really bored, you know, you can put it on the background. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <clears throat> what is? It's okay. Hawkeye. Hawkeye is okay. She-Hulk. She-Hulk, uh, she -Hulk, I think, is the only one that I would consider, like, actually just really bad. Yeah. But I think the rest of them are, like, at least okay. I don't know. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was really, like, forgettable. It was really forgettable, but it, there wasn't any moments where <laughs> it you're wasn't, like, oh, this is bad. It wasn't bad. like, oh, this, this is bad. bad. This like, is poorly weird. made. Yeah, yeah. She-Hulk had times where it was like, wow, they literally just had nothing like, to oh, do Like, oh, you, you really did a thing this week, didn't you? Like, <laughs> no, it was like, She-Hulk, they just had no idea what they were they, doing. They couldn't pick a direction. There was no, no one, it was clear that, like, no one really wanted to make the She-Hulk show. Well, no, they just didn't know what they wanted to do. And then, so they just kind of, like, it was just a mix of, like, all of their ideas instead of focusing on one. They did everything and nothing at the same time. Yeah, like they wanted it to be super meta, so that was part of it. They wanted it to be like a legal sitcom, that was part of it. They wanted it to be like a hyper feminist anti Reddit fan thing. It was kind of that. They wanted it to be like a Marvel. If they had just picked one a of Marvel those Marvel cameo of the week show, like they they picked they threw. They, they should have picked one of those things and gone. They, with yeah, that. and just done that. But it was like they picked fifteen things. Like if they focused just on just the legal aspect of it that could have been good if they just made it really meta and goofy that could have yeah, been fun if they wanted to just do like batman the brave and the bold but with the mcu like that would have worked but it's the fact that they try to do all of them at once and then the, none of the ideas were really well defined. and the finale is terrible yeah the finale makes no sense anyway we gotta move on aquaman and the lost kingdom sam the definitely the final film in the dcu the final movie made under the old regimes okay um Blue Beetle comes out in less than a month, and no one has said a word about it. Let's just delete them. Let's just not release them. Delete them. There was talk of pushing Blue Beetle to next year by executives, and then they decided against it because I think they're just planning on dumping it and then ignoring it and moving on. Write these off for taxes like Batgirl. Okay. Honestly, Blue Beetle is not going to make money. Write it off for taxes like Batgirl. There is a... Okay. Even if Aquaman makes half of what the first one did, it still could be profitable. So honestly, their best chance at making money this year with a DC movie is Aquaman. Yeah, but one... The it's, first Aquaman did $1.1 billion. Yes, but number one, it's not going to do that. Two, it's not going to release this year. Three, um, it's going to hurt them in the long run. Because again... They cannot get a universe off its feet to save their to literally save their lives, or at least their metaphorical company life. So even if it only did a half, it could still make like five hundred and seventy billion dollars worldwide. I don't see. And if it costs less than three hundred million dollars, that's still in the profitability range, or at least like not embarrassing loss that shazam and the flash are but i know for a fact that they way over invested in this movie because the first one made so much money and this one's not going to make oh buddy sam so um as of june 
they just wrapped up their third round of reshoots on this film. Mm. Um, each round of reshoots under a different regime. Mm. So let's see. So one, Warner Brothers has three films dated for December, each one five days apart. Scratch it. Reverse it. Yeah. Wonka comes That's out. one of them. Wonka comes out December 15th. Aquaman comes out five days later on December 20th. And then The Color of Purple comes out five days later on December 25th. Yeah. So whoever's scheduling stuff over there needs to be fired. Well, oh, none by of the this way, stuff has, none we of have this... seen footage of Wonka and The Color of Purple. We've seen nothing. Not a single bit of footage from Aquaman. No, Aquaman's season, not even Which close is less than six months. No, Aquaman's not done. Not at all. Not even close. They're not, I don't think they're done shooting. I feel like there's a very good chance they push The Color of Purple back. Yeah. I think Wonka will release this December. Wonka's sure. definitely going to come out because they already have started the marketing. And they don't care about Wonka. You can't. I think they if have they a pretty... Do, I think they do. If they do, they are, they are so dumb. Well, I'm sorry. They I are think so they dumb. do. They definitely do. They're so dumb. Why would you think that that's it's a, a good idea? It's a potential franchise starter. No, it isn't. It's a well-known character in IP. No, it's not. It's a hot young star. Kinda. It's a prime release date. Yeah, but like that, any movie could be released on that date. That doesn't mean the movie. But you give a high-profile movie that date. Like this they is, definitely have something Wonka. invested in Wonka. No one cares. I don't. Do they realize no one cares? I'm not saying it's going to do well, but I think they definitely have high expectations. This, for this. movie is blowing up on TikTok. Do you want to know why? Because people are laughing. Because people Timothy are Shalom. clowning the heck out of it because of his awful line delivery. Maybe that'll. That TikTok fame, Sam. That yeah, time that time worked again. out great for Morbius. It's true, <laughs> <laughs> but Morbius people saw like didn't see out of protest. I feel like people no, will be... but people are not going to see this movie because no, it looks the clown. Dumb. The clowning on Morbius was different. The clowning on Morbius was that it was like so generic, it wasn't worth seeing. The clowning on Wonk. The clowning on Wonk is like this looks weird. So I think this looks weird will be enough to get like a lot of people to check it out. No, because Morbius also looked weird. Morbius like, did not look this? weird. Morbius just looked boring and generic. This and movie also looks extremely boring. But it does not look generic. Yes, it does. I don't think so. It's about a guy who goes and makes chocolate and everyone's happy, but the, the mean fun police are policing his fun and we can't have that. And then he beats the, fu the fun police and fun reigns forever. And then he, in the future, he murders a bunch of children for no reason. So, okay, I'm going to go through this Hollywood Reporter article. Of, By like, the way, Wonka does murder a bunch of children for no reason. But in, I know. In the later. You're in saying later they, de they don't care about Wonka. They definitely care about Wonka. They sh I know they do, but they shouldn't. Because if this does well, they're going to bring Timothy Chalamet because back. And they're going to do the other Wonka books. You have to be. They're going to remake Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory for the second time. You have to be completely delusional to think that Wonka is going to do well. Like, you have to be completely delusional. I don't think so. I do. Well, this version. Like, I think that you could no, make I don't think a that... Wonka movie that could be a hit. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that Wonka as an idea is, like, impossible to adapt well. Yeah. I think you have to be delusional to think this movie will yeah, do well. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet is so miscast. The, he might be the most miscast I've ever seen for a movie in, like, the last, like, in like, these five years. Like, he's, he's good in, like, certain types of roles. This is not one of this those roles. This is not one of those roles. <laughs> He's not an animated guy. <laughs> he's, he's not whimsical. No. Wonka, this version of Wonka is very whimsical. Mm -hmm. Timothy Chalamet is like one of the least whimsical dudes he's I know of. He's one of the least energetic and expressive guys you've ever he's seen. He's very reserved. Usually in the roles he plays, he's very reserved. He's very like, 
methodical. Mm-hmm. Quiet. Yeah. Downer. And I'm not saying he can't. Sad. I'm not saying he can't do a like an upbeat role. Looking at this, I don't think he can. <laughs> but this could be a director thing. Maybe. But like, because we haven't seen enough of the other role, the other characters. We really only see. We Walker know the movie. director can do whimsical because he directed the first. He directed the Paddington movies. True. Like, and it doesn't get much more whimsical than Paddington. It's true. Maybe it is. T- maybe Timothy. Chalamet I think just it is Timothy Chalamet because, like, you look at the other stuff. Like, maybe Hugh, the trailers did him dirty. Hugh Grant Oompa Loompa, fine enough joke. But that's also Keegan Michael Key, like stuff like that casting works and like the aesthetics yeah. like work well enough. It's like it's really Timothy Chalamet that makes that that whole oh, speaking thing of feel like a high school production. You know what mo- you know what we didn't have on here is the uh, the Snow White uh Oh set I saw a bunch of my favorite part about that was all the people yelling about it were acting like they're just now learning that they cast uh, I think the a Latina actress to play Snow White. No, 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 no. Not that, that was confirmed like three years ago. No, we knew that. Yeah, we knew that a long time ago. I'm talking about the seven dwarves or the seven like homeless guys well, and also a dwarf. Well, we knew it wasn't going to be dwarves. Why isn't it dwarves? Because Peter Dinklage said it was offensive to little people. Yeah, but they also need jobs. Now only one of them gets a job. Yeah, so that's the thing <laughs> is they chose the worst option. They're still committing to having a single dwarf. Yep. But they didn't. Why not just have them all be dwarves then? Why are you not letting them? Well, they him probably be won't call him a dwarf. Why not? He'll just be like, this is Bimble Bopper, the wizard, and he'll just happen to be a dwarf person. Okay, why can't they just have seven short people and just do the same thing they're doing with. That's the thing. If you have one, you can do it with all of them. The fact that you're doing it once means it's a possibility and you are able to do it. So that's what I'm saying. They're committing to, to doing nothing correct. Yep. I mean, they're doing a movie called Snow White and there's going to be no explanation for why she's called Snow White. Yes, yeah, just her My theory very is that she was going to have white name. hair. Yeah, but we've seen now but that now she, she doesn't. Isn't. And that's and such so, an easy... Oh my gosh, Disney. So, that is so... Just give her white hair and say her hair is white as snow. Yeah. That's a perfectly reasonable substitute yeah. if you really want to go that direction. Then they just don't. Now what I'm thinking is like she was gonna she's gonna have like been born on like the first snowfall of winter. And so they call Maybe her. Maybe her, her heart White. is pure as snow. Yeah. Yes. That's it. You got it. Her it's heart is pure dumb. like snow. Like white snow. So does like so, white skin. <laughs> well, the the mirror says who is the fairest of them all. So is it gonna say something else? Yes. Who's the like most confusingly cast of them all? <laughs> like, what are they gonna Nothing say? Nothing against Rachel Zegler. And no, she's honestly, a great actress. I, I don't care. Honestly, I don't care if Snow White is. I could not care less because I don't care about Snow no. White at all. My question is just like. How are they going to work their way around I, that? I mean, obviously... They, <laughs> this is, they shouldn't have made this movie. They did it. If there's this many problems, why did they make they this movie? They did all of this for the headlines. Because they know people are going to talk about the seven That's random true. guys. They know that people are going to talk about... women. The seven random people. And also Snow White or something. She's not even wearing like a white outfit. You know, it's not even... It's not Snow White at all. It's just some... It's just a different story. It's... I'm interested to it's see what ran, they do. It's, it. it's Princess Woman and the seven 
people she found in a shed. <laughs> like that's the story. What is the, my big my the biggest? Why thing, did they change? No, every aspect. The okay. funniest part about this is that like they 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 changed the dwarves because like it's not with modern times or whatever. But like five years ago. Disney made an animated series about the seven dwarves. No, okay. <laughs> What's confusing to me is Hollywood is still doing, like, properties with dwarves in them. They've just taken the dwarves out. Yeah. Like, the actual humans. Mm -hmm. They're actually, like, screwing over the people who should be getting these roles because it's offensive to give them these roles. That's so backwards and insane. Like, that's so weird. Well, Sam, if there's anything we've learned about Hollywood in the past couple weeks, it's that they're backwards and insane, so... Like, I just, I don't get it. for the course. Okay, okay. Snow White's name is Snow White because her skin is white as snow, right? Yep. That's not us, like, taking no, a political stance. Poem. That's part of the book. Yep. Okay? The, like, the Little Mermaid skin color can be whatever. Yeah, because it's but a mermaid. Her thing. defining trait is that she's a mermaid. This would be like making the Little Mermaid... With there's no mermaids and she's just like a girl from like a different village and they call her mermaid because she like likes to swim. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't understand why they adapted this in the first place. If you're going to, it just seems like too many like. They're doing it for the clickbait. This movie is clickbait. Yeah. It's a clickbait movie because I know and I hate this. This is going to drive me insane. But as soon as this movie drops. The quartering is going to make a billion videos. Oh, yeah. That you know, whole Sam, sphere they're already on it. is going to make a million, that's billion the, videos. That's, that's the grind, And then man. all the people on TikTok are going to be mad about the billion, million videos they make. And it's going to be stupid. The biggest thing is that, like, that didn't work for The Little Mermaid. Yeah, because no one cared enough. Because that movie underperformed. You know, no one cared. No one cares. Yeah. But everyone's going to get mad. And, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter at all. That's what I'm frustrated about. Is everyone's going to be upset over a princess movie that at the end of the day just like, no one is going to it see just anyways like so many like loopholes to jump through to have to get it to like a like a reasonable modern day version of the product the movie's rage bait the we're whole like, movie's rage we're bait. like just why did they do it it's a rage bait movie i guess but like that doesn't work we've seen it's the it same, time and again that that doesn't work why do they keep it's doing the this? same thing as those people who go on twitter and just say something insane because they know that a bunch of people are going to comment on it being like you're so insane how could you say this it's that but like a movie like disney disney the company is doing rage bait reddit posts mm -hmm. in theaters why i thought they were done shooting that's what i thought I was surprised because that image was of like, so that image that came out, that those are none of the actors in the movie. Those well, are a bunch are of stands and stand-ins they brought in because the actor strike had started at that point. <laughs> That's great. And they were like, so my we guess is seven other is guys. that shot is filmed from their back, and because they no no it's their faces. I know, but like the picture was of their faces, but like the actual shot in the movie is oh is the behind back. okay yeah. so because what happened was that started the day of the strike. That picture came from the day of the strike started. And a lot of the stuff that was filming that day um, kept shooting what they were already shooting, but with like body doubles. Like Gladiator Weird. Two was doing that. They were just filming body doubles. Gladiator Two. Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I feel like all the people yelling about that one, well, like that's not even who's in the movie. Okay, but there we know at the very. I least. just feel, I felt it weird that like that movie is still shooting. Like I'm pretty. I thought they like they started shooting. They've been like, working on this movie for so long. A half ago. Yeah. Because there was other set photos of like the actual you know person what? playing I bet, Snow White. I on bet they set. wanted this movie out for their hundredth anniversary 
anniversary and weren't able to get it out on time because Snow White was their first animated it's theatrical been dated release for 2024 for a while. Well, I would assume because like uh, Snow White was their first animated no, movie. No, because Wish years. Wish is their big 100th anniversary thing. Yeah, but it's been two years after. Because it's animated and um and it's about the Disney wishing star. Which I guess now all of the Disney movies take place in one continuity now. There's Zelda timelining their Maybe movies. In space. What? I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> maybe they're maybe in the star. Space. Maybe maybe the star crosses like three dimensions. What? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Like a like a multiverse like, star? We're starting in this like in the wish dimension is where it's from, and then because it pops up in every single this movie, it's like hopping dimensions. I would just be like they just take place on like different continents on the same globe. Like, sure. They're all vaguely medieval. At least the majority of them. Yeah, they're mostly princesses. <laughs> I would, at, well, least, according I would to at least argue all well, those According to place. Ralph Breaks the Internet, they all exist within the, the internet algorithm or whatever. Okay, but that's like on another level no, of meta. Yeah, talk, okay, we got to move on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Aquaman 2, okay, they wrapped in January of 2022, uh -huh. right? That was the version of the movie Greenlit under Toby Emmerich and Walter Hamada. Toby Emmerich was in, in charge of Warner Brothers Pictures. Walter Hamada was in charge of DC, okay? Yeah. Then Warner Brothers Discovery merged. Both of them were fired, Okay. So they began, they were in the middle of post-production by summer of 2022, and they started to do test screenings. But the test screenings were really bad, and so they went to do reshoots in the summer of 2022, okay? Mm -hmm. Also, the movie was delayed. Uh, throughout this, the movie's been is being delayed. Obviously, because it hasn't come out yet. Okay. Then the new bosses of Warner Brothers come in, okay? Who were like the interim until they find a replacement for the head of DC. Which they still have not done yet. These guys come in. They don't like the movie even after the first round of reshoots. They start re-editing the film like from their direct control. Like the bosses of Warner Brothers were like in the editing room while they were editing it. And then that version of the movie that they did had poor test screenings than the one before. And so they went back to do a second round of reshoots. Okay? Yeah, makes sense to me. And part of the main concern here was a scene with Batman. So initially... Under the old plan, okay, before two regimes ago, back when Walter Hamada was in charge, right? No. <laughs> after the Flash, no. After the Flash came out, no. Michael Keaton, Michael no. Keaton, <laughs> Michael Keaton was supposed to be the Nick Fury of the DCEU. Okay, and so they sh the first cut of the movie, the movie was supposed to come out after the Flash, and so the first cut of the movie they shot with Michael Keaton and a cameo in the post credit scene, right? Uh -huh. And then they moved it back. Oh, I bet they did. I mean, actually, they moved it up. Oh, yeah. Because the Flash moved back, and now it was supposed to come out before the Flash. And so then they cut that scene out, reshot that scene, but Ben Affleck was in that scene because so at is, that point is, he was back. George Clooney going to be in it now? <laughs> but now... <laughs> is it, or is it going to be... Because uh... James Gunn and Peter Safran are in charge. Neither one of them is Batman, and so they've cut that scene out entirely. Going to be the Twilight guy now. So they shot the scene twice, and the scene's not even going to be in the movie. It's going to be the, uh, the voice actor. And after bad, after the reshoots they did in the second round were not liked by Gunn and Safran, they ordered a third round of reshoots, and that's what they did in June. But apparently those went super duper well. They said they were supposed to do them in five days, and they only took four. Good for them. I think this Can't is good. Wait. It was greenlit at a $205 million budget, but it's definitely cost way more. And it says that every single frame of the movie has a vis has visual effects in it. So the opposite of Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. 
every single frame, uh, mostly because awesome. it's underwater. Awesome. Yeah. Can't it's wait. It's the last DCEU film. I think Good. we should have like a funeral. No, it doesn't deserve a funeral. It's called, it's brought, the, half of, no, I would blame we should just DC, unceremoniously burn I would blame a copy the of every movie. for like a third of the internet movie discourse being ruined. Yeah, I. It was yeah. it was Batman versus Superman, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen, and Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I'd say are the three movies that ruined talking about movies on the internet for everybody. Yeah. Because the Batman versus Superman movie was caused with like the the fan rift. That was like a really big divide between like the fans yeah. and the critics, and the general audience who also didn't like didn't like the movie, but um. And then Ghostbusters 2016 was like the Hollywood is too woke now thing. And then The Last Jedi was like the Disney hates. Disney hates Star Wars. They're feminist. Disney bad. Disney bad Star Wars. I would say it was those three movies. Because Star Wars The Last Jedi was like the you ruined Star Wars crowd. And to be fair, you know, there's some truth to that. And at the time, Star Wars was like the biggest IP. Yeah. I don't... Well, you, don't you love this, Sam? Aren't you excited for Aquaman? A movie you didn't like? And that I, mean, I haven't seen uh, since Aquaman it came out? Aquaman was, like, fine. It wasn't, like, bad. Yeah. It was fun, but, like... Like, re- there were some really, really, really dumb scenes, like the drumming octopus that's never explained. Is he a sentient? Do they talk? I feel like if they were going to do three rounds of reshoots, they should have um, reshot all of Mira's remember stuff with a different actress. Remember at the end when a giant sea monster fights the, the army? <sighs> remember at the end where there was a big army fight remember when he spins the trident really fast and makes a circle and that's really a powerful do you think this movie will make circle? money remember when he finds the suit and it makes him stronger even though it's, i know i know like Sam, the same I know. strength well, do you think this movie will make any money at all probably like do you think it'll make uh, you think it'll crack like 400 million worldwide uh... again even if it does half it'll still be in the range of like 500 million dollars i don't know i feel like the last one was like a complete fluke like it was absolutely bizarre that it made as much it was a lot of china it was mostly china that is this movie releasing in china this one probably will and my guess is that if if avatar does did well in china and fast x did well in china and Hawkman did so well in China. Yeah, I, I mean, like this, heck, one this is probably, a fusion of those two movies. This one will probably do do pretty well in China, I would say. Yeah, maybe, enough to recoup. maybe it'll make a billion. So yeah, so Shazam two did hundred and thirty three million worldwide. I can't wait to Shazam see Shazam one did three sixty seven. So that was literally almost exactly half. Can't wait to see. So yeah, even more if, set up for a movie franchise that will never exist. Well, apparently that's what they're mostly shooting is anything that was setting up the future of the franchise. But like. Again, Shazam 2 did half of the first one, pretty much. Even if this does half, it's still $500 million, which is way more than any DC movie has made since, I think, Joker? Oh, other than Joker only made that much money because it was so cheap. Since the Batman. It'll be the first DCU movie to make that much money since the first Aquaman five years ago. The Batman was so good. You want to know why the Batman was so good? Because it wasn't a DCU movie? Because it wasn't trying to be the start of a new universe. (laughs) Every single movie they make is the start start of a new new universe. universe. Every single time. Yep. Uh, Even freaking Peacemaker was an attempt at the start of a new universe. New Superman... Justice League, Suicide Squads one and two, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Man of Steel. 
Every single one Green of those Lantern. movies <laughs> attempts to start its own or at universe. Least like, uh oh, my mic wasn't. Uh, it's been registering, so it must have just come unplugged. Burp. Okay, you should be good. Wait, no, that's me. Now I'm on twice. Wait a minute. Oh, yours was already selected. It just wasn't registering. Talk. Hey, oh, you're good. Okay. Um, so that's all fun and good. I think it'll do okay. I just like I think it'll be able to squeak out, and I think Warner Brothers will pre like a like one fifty percent drop is not good at all. Like that's a horrible failure. But I feel like Aquaman did just well enough for like if that happens, they can still celebrate like we didn't burn this much money this time. I think maybe I'm done with DC movies. I think maybe that's I think that's where I am right now. I think they should stop. I think I I think this needs a five year break and I think they're only anymore. giving it a one year break. I think if they can't respect themselves enough to like commit to a single idea, why should I give a crap? <laughs> why should I commit my money why to Why should one I movie? care at all? Not excited for Blue Beetle? No. No, because Blue Beetle's going to be bad. And you know what? I love Blue Beetle. I think he's a cool character. I like the guy playing Blue Beetle. I think he's a good actor. I think Blue Beetle looks like a garbage movie. <laughs> I think it looks terrible. I like his suit. And you know what else I think? I think it's trying to start its own universe. <laughs> the first character. Again. It's the first character in the DCU. I know. But not in the first movie. <laughs> that doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Why did he say that? Why did he say The Flash was his favorite superhero movie? Okay, again, he can't say it isn't. He can, actually. He actually can He's say that it's not his favorite. the guy in charge. He can't say he doesn't like it. He doesn't have to say he doesn't like it. He can say he likes it. Just don't say, this is my favorite. Well, he did that. He said he gave that interview where he gave his top five, and it wasn't in there. And yeah, but then later on, he was like, this favorite movie yeah. ever. That's Why would you say that? Because that was the marketing push. That would be like if George Lucas was like, you know what, episode one, that's my favorite. It's because the guy in the marketing department was like, okay, we're going to market this as the greatest superhero movie ever made. Because that's a reasonable okay. expectation. Imagine if when episode nine was coming out, Dave Filoni said, this is my favorite movie of all time. You'd go, Dave, you're insane, Dave. <laughs> Why are you saying, what? And you know what he didn't say? He didn't say it was his favorite movie well, of all time. He, wasn't he probably that. said at some point that it was good because he has to because marketing. But he didn't say it was his favorite. No. James Gunn, do that. Just don't say yeah. it's your favorite. Could have just been like, this is the. Could have just been like, it's a good movie. I don't think he ever said it was his favorite comic movie. I think he said it was his favorite movie of the year. That's still insane. That's still an insane thing well, to say. Well, if he's only seen one movie this year, that's technically How not. How has he not seen no, his own doesn't. movie that is better? He says he doesn't count his own movies. That's stupid. Count your own movies. Your own movies are better. <laughs> they better be. They better be. Because otherwise... Uh-oh. What do you think would happen if Superman Legacy, honestly, like was a terrible bomb? I think that... Do you think they would fire him? Maybe. They fired Zack Snyder after one bomb that wasn't even his fault. That's true. I don't know. It's just and like... then re-brought him back to do a movie honestly, that was... Honestly, if Superman Legacy bombs, this franchise needs a 10-year long. It needs... Like, it has to be, like, completely forgotten. Yeah. Like, because there's no way... Like, I don't understand how they're even still going. Like, Shazam 2 was bad enough, but The Flash is an embarrassment to, like, the entire If studio. Superman Legacy does not do well, DC movies will never be good. 
And here's like, why. Let me explain. Like perform good or be good. Both. Okay. But here's why. And you're saying if Superman, are you saying if Superman Legacy is bombs or if it's bad? Either one. If, if, if it's either one. Yeah. Okay. Because the superhero movie craze is dying. Yep. That's no longer an infinite money glitch. Mm-hmm. Once the Marvel movies are done, in fifteen, if DC can't get its act together, no, that's it. Yeah. Once Secret Wars is over, like no one's gonna care about superhero movies. Let's be honest, no one's gonna care anymore. Except for me. Except for like us, but that's it. The general public will have lost all interest. So that means DC has until Secret Wars comes yeah. out to make Probably a good five movie. Years, yeah. And if it doesn't do that in that span of time, they are done well okay because people aren't going to care about superhero yeah. movies enough anymore to go see them if superman legacy doesn't work and this whole dcu thing stops before it even starts you will one you'll never stop getting batman movies you'll get batman movies forever till the end of time and you know i'm okay with because that. that property will always make money batman and spider-man if the whole film industry collapses tomorrow and if the world ends they will still make and the batman mcu and goes movies. under and no one cares about most superhero movies. People will always care about Spider-Man and Batman. If World War Three happens, and the majority of humanity is nuked, and most of humanity's myths yeah. and legends are forgotten to time like the Romans, people will still tell because the tales of Batman and Spider-Man. Spider-Man and Batman are, the, one, the two most popular comic book characters ever created, and the two, two of the most popular fictional characters ever created. Spider-Man is the Hercules of our time. Yeah. Like... 5,000 years after the collapse of Greek society, we still tell the myths of Hercules and, you know, the Perseus, those guys. Spider-Man, I think, has reached that level of, like, cultural resonance. Like, mm-hmm. he is a permanent fixture in humanity's idea of what it is. Yeah. Same with Batman. Too. I don't know if Batman's on that same kind of... He's just not as upbeat. But, like, but yeah. If, if the DCU fails and Marvel, like, finally stops... You will get a Spider-Man movie every couple of years. You'll get a Batman movie every couple of years. And you will get... A, DC will sporadically try to reboot Superman every now and then. Like, and it'll that's, never work. It'll never work. But they'll just keep doing it. A lot of people say Man of Steel was a big thing. Man of Steel did okay. Man of Steel was not a giant hit. Man of Steel did like 600 million worldwide. Which is good. That's respectable. But like... Iron Man made more than that. Iron Man 3 made more than that. I don't know if the first Iron Man did more than that. Might have. I think it did. But, like, the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises both made a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, Superman is never going to make Batman money. Like, but DC will have that expectation. Like, why? He should. Like, logically. People just... There's there's a lot of idiots when you bring up Superman are like, I don't care about Superman because he's invincible. Yeah, those people are really stupid. I'm like, buddy? One, he isn't. And two... That's every comic book character. Every superhero is invincible. Ever created. Have do these people, honest to goodness, go into <laughs> Thor four, expecting him to like, die? Oh, buddy, I think Thor might die in the first thirty minutes. It's like, do people or do you do that with any movie? How many times have you seen Spider Man die in the theaters? Did Spoiler you, alert: zero did dies. Did you go into Spider Man? Did you go into Spider Man No Way Home with the expectation that Spider Man might die halfway through? You know what's funny? Like, that he'll just get shot and die. Do you know what's funny <laughs> about this whole argument? <laughs> Superman is the only... One of so those only characters, characters actually died. <laughs> all of superhero movie fiction up until this point 
who has died. <laughs> I think he's the only one. Can you think of any other? Like Iron Man died, but that was after like 15 years of, like 10 years of Iron Man. And he died for like a purpose in the story. Yeah. And he, one, and he didn't die by like getting shot by a bank robber. Like people, when they say, talk about Superman like that, they're like, oh, well he gets hit by a bullet and doesn't keel over and die. And I'm like, is that ever going to happen in a comic book movie? No character gets Someone killed robs by a bullets. bank in the first half hour of Iron Man 2. Iron Man shows up, gets shot, and bleeds do, out in it, the movie do they, ends. Do they want every character to be Jason Todd and, like, die via crowbar death? Like, <laughs> no, what do they want? want? The char characters die in comic books for a particular... like For two reasons. Either that comic book wasn't making enough money, mm -hmm. or there's a narrative reason and they will come back soon. Yes. Those are the only two reasons. It's... I just, I've never understood people who think like that. That think like, oh, this character can't be harmed by like what harms a normal human. So why would okay, I watch it? Neither can Batman. He has bulletproof armor on all, all the time. Or Captain America or the Hulk. Captain America has an invincible Thor. shield. You can't make the argument that you care about Thor and that and not caring Superman. about Superman is stupid. Like in terms of their movie representations, they have been very similar power wise. Or Captain, or Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. But you're She's saying, also invincible. why would I show up to Superman? He can't get hit by a bus and die. Neither can litter. That's never neither going to can, happen to anyone. Neither can Why would you have that expectation? Durability-wise is like yeah. slightly above a regular human. But he can also just like catch a bus and not die. It's so dumb. I've never understood people who think like that. The character is indestructible to most things. He's not even indestructible to everything. There's a bunch of stuff that hurts Superman all the time. Now, be it, most of it makes no sense, but there's a lot of stuff that hurts him. Kryptonite, magic, Yeah, stuff but kryptonite like doesn't really make sense. Magic's not real, and <laughs> the red sun also, like, conceptually... Spider-Man isn't real. No, sense. no, but I'm saying, like, in terms of his weaknesses. Like, most superheroes have, like... Like, like okay, Martian Manhunter's weak to fire. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, sure. Like, fire is common enough, that makes sense. Kryptonite is, like, a made-up rock that's, like, not real. Superman, but like Superman's powers are ridiculous. So like, yeah. why can't you, why can you not suspend disbelief that there's a magic green rock that kills him? No, no, it's, it's that the, that's like, it's his, his weaknesses should be very niche, yeah. but like everyone has well, access Well, he's not it. even that. If Superman gets hit hard enough, he'll die. That's how he yeah. dies in Death of Superman. The most if famous version hit, of his death. He gets hit really hard a lot and he dies. <laughs> but like, no. Like he's killed no. via blunt, and okay, now he doesn't, technically he doesn't die, but he is... Is sent into a very deep, very long coma. He's indestructible, so why would I care? Now, okay, in in Man of, in Batman versus Superman, he does actually die. Like they they only revive him because they have magic yeah. Kryptonian revival juice that like they literally throw a revive on him like Pokemon and he mm -hmm. comes back. But like in the Death of Superman comic, he just actually straight up did no, not. No, he die. goes into the the pot and he, he just like needed to like go no, in the just, sun for. A I don't understand. I've never understood people who think like because why would you go into any movie with that expectation? The stakes... Why would you go into Iron Man 2 thinking like, I care about this character because if he gets shot in the face, the movie will end and he dies. I think most people just don't understand stakes. Stakes no, yeah, are not don't. important because the character Most people think, think stakes especially, is just the character can die by this. Especially for, I would argue, Spider-Man and Superman. Mm -hmm. For them, most of the time, the stakes come from the people I know and love can get hurt yeah generally like spider-man and superman i think is the prime example of that concept is like generally speaking they are not worried about themselves getting hurt they are way more it's worried the about the people around them yeah no i just don't understand people who think that way with superman 
And it's always that's their only reason. When you ask people why they don't care about Superman, that's the only reason they ever give. It's, yeah. He's boring and he's indestructible. And they think he's boring because they haven't read or watched any Superman thing. They just don't know why. They just don't know anything about him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, what's next? Netflix stuff. Sam, Netflix doing things. What is Netflix doing? So the Masters of the Universe movie that we talked last week about the, all the crap Mattel was putting together. One of oh, them was yeah. Masters of the Universe. Yeah, that's a thing. They've been supposed to do that with Netflix. However, that project is dead. Netflix spent over $30 million on development for that movie, and it'll never come out. That's and they have nothing a, to show for it. For a movie, that's really not that much. For develop, developing nothing. Yeah. They spent $30 million sitting in a room writing stuff on whiteboards and then left. The government spent $1.2 trillion building a plane that's still Okay, but that's work. the government. But you get what I'm saying? Like, spending a lot of money on a project that doesn't work out, that happens all the time. No, but like, Jason Blum could crank out like six horror movies for the price of developing a movie that didn't come yes, out. Yes, and those six horror movies will be like shot in a shed with like a murderer who's just a guy with a mask and a knife. Like, those are not real, I'm saying hard to make spending movies. Spending $30 million on returning zero investment is very stupid. Hey, but they learned that they didn't want to do that. <laughs> They spent $30 million learning that that's what not what they want to do. What do you $30 million developing a project on? No. Like, what? how many? How expensive are your lunches that that's how, what you're spending? Well, it's probably, like, like the early stages of, like, developing the script, doing character design. I mean, no, what that means is they hired 80 different writers, and they just kept churning through hiring writers. And Well, but they also have to do concept art, and yeah, they have paying, to do character designs yeah. and, you know, screen tests. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. No, but, like... They would have only gotten to a certain point because they never hired like a. But a if you, if you look at the budget director. for most like big blockbuster movies, it's usually well above one hundred fifty to two hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. Usually, what I'm saying is like when you compare thirty million dollars to a finished movie's budget of like yeah. two hundred plus million dollars, thirty this million probably would have cost. Doesn't yeah. really seem like that much. Yeah. They probably were in the early stages of screen tests, character design, backgrounds, yeah. story outlines, that kind of stuff uh they're also removing the ten dollar basic tier for netflix awesome that great. way the consumers can be forced to pay for either the ad option which is more lucrative for them or the twenty dollar option which is also hey. more lucrative for them okay what if you already have it do you have to change your subscription? Uh, you're either paying more or you're kicked on or you get to the curb they've said they're not gonna like grandfather those people in no if you if you're probably paying for the ten dollar one they probably just up to you they probably just like pay more for the new one i think that will cause them to lose subscribers or they'll drop you to the ad the ad support and they will lose subscribers. No, they won't. They never will because they're Netflix. Um, they Something also, has to kill Netflix. I've also said that they're uh, they're now increasing their cash flow. They're going to spend five billion plus per year producing content for Netflix. How? How? Okay. But there's no money to pay no, the writers. No, there's no money to pay the writers. Hold up. Or residuals. You're telling me, telling me that in the midst of a strike, mm -hmm. where the actors and the writers are going. We made, did you see uh, that girl from Orange is the New Black made $27 on residuals for the for the show? Which was huge at the time. A huge show. Still is huge. Still one of their like most streamed shows. There there was a story from a couple years ago that someone brought up that the CEO of Netflix at like a private company party had bragged that that show in its prime was doing more viewers than Game of Thrones. Yeah. And she she, she posted this on TikTok like a week ago. And she was like, she wasn't the one main. Of the main she was one of the main. She wasn't the main character, but she was like one of the main like five Past members. Yeah, yeah. twenty seven dollars. Mm -hmm. The whole show, not twenty seven thousand, mm -mm. not two thousand seven hundred, mm -mm. not two hundred seventy, not twenty seven dollars for an episode. No, 
She got $27 in residuals for her performance in the entire show. How, mm -hmm. how was it? Eight seasons long? Five seasons long? Six, I think. Six, whatever. Yeah. Six seasons. I think she's in like... Every episode. I'm pretty almost sure she's every in every episode. She's not in every episode because she had some... Because it was like broken down by episode. She had somewhere she wasn't in. And so she was, was in a lot of them. But she was in the majority of episodes and she was getting paid like a few cents per episode. Yep. Netflix. But no, but we have enough money. They, they don't have we enough have money. Enough they don't have money to spend five billion more dollars this year on new content they're gonna spend, than we did last they're year. They're gonna spend a half a billion of the that just on Stranger Things five. How? How? Oh, oh, how? Which is now not gonna meet its release. How now. can you publicly announce that right yeah, now? Yeah. Why would you just don't? Why would you say that? Like they were gonna do it anyway, but don't say it. I think it's because it was on an investor meeting and they were like, oh, we're going to spend $5 billion more dollars. To, to, just, just, and then the I'm investors really... are going to go, hey, is this strike something we need to be worried about? And Netflix is going to go, oh, no, no, this is going to blow over. No, they're not. And then it's that. not. And they're the going to have a problem. Don't care. They don't care. No, they do care because if no, the strike goes on long enough, they can't make new content. And if they can't make new content, they won't be making more money. And that's when the investors they start need to the care. the AI to churn out in their shows for them. They could do that. I feel like. Like the idea that they're just gonna like permanently replace all the writers and actors with an AI is just like, do they honestly think that's sustainable? Not right now. Like, but it will be I, almost for sure. Like it will the, be in the future. The first couple AI movies and shows, right? They'll have pretty good viewership because people will be like, oh, I wonder what an AI show is like. Yeah. But after people see that and don't like it, they're not just gonna keep. They're not gonna keep coming back. Uh, there's actually a program you can use right now to generate entire episodes of South Park with like voice acting and like celebrity cameos. Not good. They're not good, but like the fact that that's even possible. Like again, the AI right now mm -hmm. is the worst it will ever be. We're in. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know you've iPhone, told me this before. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the AI is just gonna keep recycling. It, it, old ideas oh man yeah who does that yeah they don't do that they don't come up but they're not gonna like think of anything it's just gonna like take like the south park episode generator is never gonna come up with an interesting take on a south park thing no you, they're you, gonna take an old format and they're gonna take a different episode of south park and they're gonna substitute stuff they're gonna take what normally goes here and they're gonna take something from another episode of south park and insert it there I don't think and that's you, all it's ever going to be. Able I don't think to you do. understand how these work. Like the AI, I don't think you understand how they work. Hey, Sam, explain to me how the AI works. It's the large language model create can create original content. It doesn't just like pick pieces of stuff out and stitch them together. That's not what it does. It learns how to write based on previous examples of finished work. And then it takes what it learns from that and uses that to generate new content. So yes, it's never going probably won't have like an in-depth idea but it can come up with basic ideas but it's regurgitating old stuff with a new face sometimes yes but not always all it's doing is like taking the bones of something and then just swapping out the skin which i know is that's that's not gross. true but that's not how that's not how the, that's not how these large language models work how but how is that not exactly what you're saying you're saying it's taking in a bunch of stuff and then it's learning everything from that stuff and spitting out a version of what it learned. But it's not just like, it's not like if you gave it every script of South Park yep. and then told it to make a South Park episode, yeah. it wouldn't pull pieces I know, of scripts I, together. I know, that I, I was probably not being clear. I'm saying like, it's going to take 
like a current like south park often does like parodies of current events right yeah all it's gonna it's gonna take the structure of an episode that did that and then it's gonna fit that current event onto that structure and that's all it's ever gonna be able to do but that's how most formulaic shows work already but it's never going to be able to come up with an interesting new way of doing that. It's just going to keep doing that same thing over and over again. And once we do everything generated by AI, it's never going to have any new stuff to take. Never have anything that's true. No, new to input on other than old AI this generated will, stuff. This will eat itself. It's going to cannibalize but itself. But in the short term, it will make a exactly. lot I'm of money. In the long term, right? In the short term, it's going to work fine. Because they'll be able to crank out some stuff that feels like stuff the audience it feels is familiar new enough. with. Yeah. But then after... A couple of years of AI just recycling AI-generated stuff into more AI-generated stuff. It's just going to end up spewing the exact same thing out over and over again. Because all it has to go off of is what it's already done. But that's, done. to a degree, what studios are already doing. With stu but, like, a writer, right? Yeah. Can have an interesting take on something. They have life experience. They have what they've learned from other people. They have a million things in their brain that is subconsciously influencing them. Yeah. The AI doesn't have that. Well, no, okay. It's not experiencing anything. It's not experiencing it's not experiencing things the same way humans do, but it is learning from those it's experiences that humans uh, but, have. But it's learning as a computer. It's learning patterns. It's not learning emotions. That's true. Or but feelings or what that oftentimes, like, or why it's not learning why anything goes there. It's just learning that it does. That's true. But that doesn't that that is enough information to create a story something serviceable but it'll never create anything good it will never create anything like, with all like, that like remember a couple months ago all the ai generated wes anderson stuff that was coming out right where people were like yeah generate yeah. me star wars but wes anderson all that it was doing the the four by three framed still shot right yeah it was just doing that over and over again but it never knew why it was doing it it was just doing that no because it does what it's told exactly it's just gonna it's do never gonna like be autonomous yeah but it's never gonna have it's never going the ai is never going to know why to do a certain thing it's just going to know to do it but here's so it'll never be able to capture a certain emotion that appeals to an audience it'll just be like regurgitating but words everything that you are describing is important for a human writer to do is stuff that studios hate that human writers do they like it when the product is so generic it's, that anyone can apply it's great for the any studio. emotion to it's it. It's great for the hang on, hang on. They, they like that it's non-specific to a human experience. They like that it mm -hmm. appeals to a mass audience. They don't like it when the creator has a unique vision for something that goes against maybe the studio's vision for mm -hmm. something. It's way easier for the studio to tell a computer exactly what their vision is and have the AI just pump yeah. out exactly what the studio wants because it's a perfect studio puppet. I mean, we make fun of writers all the time for being like studio puppets. Yeah. This is the perfect, the perfect puppet. studio puppet. So yes, in terms of art, uh -huh. this will be horrible. It'll never output for anything. Human good. expression as a whole. Yeah. But for the monetary side of studios. Yeah, no, I'm not arguing. It's great. I'm not arguing monetarily. Yeah. Obviously, monetarily, monetarily in the short term, this is the best case scenario. Because it's zero overhead and guaranteed revenue. And I think you're also you're underestimating or you're overestimating how you're assuming it will they'll run out of content really fast. They have all of human creation to assimilate into the AI and generate stuff. No, I stuff feel like, okay, but the AI, like when they employ AI to write scripts, right? The person inputting 
the props into the AI. But all they're going to be end up doing is making franchise movies, right? Yeah. Because that's all the studios care about. Yeah. The studios are going, okay, well, one, we're not making movies with human writers anymore, so no one's going to bring us scripts. We have to come up with ideas on our own. So what we're going to do is we're going to take movies that already exist and make sequels to them by just telling the computer to do that. Or they'll focus group ideas Ooh, because that's very cheap. That's a good idea. You'll take that idea that the focus group says they like. You're going to bring it? Okay, You'll so put that into a computer. Well, you're gonna tell the computer will generate exactly, exactly what, what that, that audience says wants, they want to yeah. see. And you'll create perfect movies, financially perfect movies, that are exactly what but, the audience you know, says they want. And most audiences will consume it. And that always because works that's for, what they want. That always works for a time, and then it flames out. Because most people don't want people, to deal with complex human ideas. They well, want to be entertained. But like, look at Star Wars. Star Wars Episode Seven was exactly what every Star Wars fan said they wanted. Yeah, that was the only one of those three movies people liked. But in as it's gone on, it's become liked less and less, and then its sequels flamed out. Yeah. It's going to be the exact same thing with AI. It's just going to give them exactly what... The, audiences always complain when they get exactly what they want. Audiences but, don't like it when they get something new and different, and they don't like it when they get exactly what they got before. They like a magical line in between that's almost impossible to capture. And all the AI is going to be able to ever give them is exactly what they want. But eventually, the AI will find that line, and it will be way better at staying on that line than any human would, because humans like to be different. Humans like to stray off. Humans like to tell their own stories. Humans like to be unique and creative. The AI doesn't care. The AI just knows if I do it like this, I will make more money. Yeah. And so they will create movies. They'll be like, this one made more money. Feed this one back in. Mm -hmm. They will be like, this one made the most money. Feed this one back in. And it will create a cycle of perpetually monetarily increasing movies with zero human soul in them. Because the human soul in the movies is what makes movies sometimes difficult to grasp. Well, it'll have been so diluted by that point. Yeah, um, okay, the perfect example of this. Have you seen the, like, TikTok AI trend thing? Have you heard about that at all? Well, you gotta be more specific than Where, TikTok like, AI thing. Okay, so, he, or NPC trend, have you, have you seen any of that? No, I don't know. So on that. TikTok Live, people will go there, and they'll stand like this, and they'll do, like, an idle animation. Mm -hmm. And anytime someone d donates money, it'll have, like, a little emoji, and they'll do a reaction, they'll be like, ooh, ice cream. And, like, they'll just do that. That's mm -hmm. it. That's all the content is, is that people sending them money and then immediately That's reacting the to it like an AI. And these people are making millions. It's become the biggest social media trend possibly like ever. Like Never I sure speed is doing it. Time. Go on. Do you, you don't have TikTok. My phone's over there. Don't, just Google TikTok and go on TikTok live. I can almost guarantee TikTok you. TikTok live. I can almost guarantee AI you the first trend. one you, or NPC trend. It'll, you'll immediately get like 20 or so of these streams like popping up and they'll all be making tons of money, like hand over foot immediately. Yeah, probably. So when, when people say that AI can never replace art, we've already taken okay, the humanity. Okay, but that's not art. No, but it's not <laughs> supposed to be. It's supposed to make money. It's true. The art doesn't matter. The art is superfluous. So what you're saying is essentially all movies will just become TikTok videos. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about where we're headed. Because if the purpose is just to make money, which don't kid yourself. That is the purpose. No, that, that's all the studio cares about. Yeah, that's all the studio cares about. Now, like, you have example, like rare examples like A24 who like actually try to make like original stuff. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the only studio doing that though. And they don't make nearly as much money as anyone else yeah. does for that reason. Um, that, is the, that is the only goal. And so if you, if you can have a computer that is perfect mm -hmm. at achieving that goal, why would you ever 
take on the risk, take mm-hmm. on the financial burden of a human being. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't. That would be insane. I just find it funny that the people championing that the AI take over all of our movies, other people were like, Hollywood is too woke. The no. writers are too... No, but yeah, I'm, this is an awful thing. The writers me. are too woke. Let's have the computer make movies. What do you no, think? no. I love that people are like, Hollywood has no original ideas, and, every, and Hollywood is too woke. So we need to get rid of all the writers and have the computer make movies. Like the, like the computer won't be directly run by the executives who will just have a list of agendas and existing properties and not just like fit those like, into yeah, the computer. Yeah, just plug one and one together and get two every single time. You think they're going to stop putting black people in movies because the computer is making them now? No, I mean, input like... No, that doesn't even they're going to input into the... Yeah. Co- they're going to input into the computer that a percentage of the actors need to be this, a percentage of the actors need to be this, a percentage of the actors need to be this, and the computer's just going to do that for Yeah, them. that's just like the neoliberal... Like, You're not going to get rid... The neoliberal of, like movie of output the generation. woke Hollywood... By having the executives I mean, directly inputting the props into the computer that makes all the If that's the main the thing you're worried about, then you are, number one, no, you're already a loser. The but pe- two, this is not the solution. Yeah, no, because the, the weirdo, the idiots champ being like, the writers are just, they're bad at writing. Like, they shouldn't be on the strike. They shouldn't get paid. Like those people who are arguing that the AI should write all of our stuff, like, I just don't understand those people like, are just their chronically own thought ignorant. process. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're, just they're chronically ignorant. They hate unions. Because they're unions and they've been told to hate unions. Yeah. <laughs> and they hate art because they don't like it. Because and sometimes they never got art to do it. says things that they don't no. like. And they're all theater kids and they I wanted the, to do art, no, but they couldn't. I love the people who are like, what do you want to strike? Learn to code. I'm like, one, why haven't you learned to code? And two, how fun is your life going to be if there is no art anymore? Okay, three... <laughs> Let's. What are you gonna complain about on Twitter all day if the there's AI no movies? is going to replace doing the code too? No, AI is gonna learning complain. to code is that's not gonna that's matter. That's all anymore. the AI is able to do right now. Right now, that's what it's best at doing. Yeah. Why would you do that? The only jobs that'll be around when the AI fully takes over any, everything will be physically moving things. And once we have robots capable of doing that, designed by the AI, then you'll literally be completely obsolete. Yeah. Every worker will be completely obsolete. There's not a job, there's not a desk job in the entire world that in a couple years a computer will not be able to do. You gotta be careful there. You're starting to sound a lot like Andrew Yang right now. You think a computer, AI, is not able to do accounting? It's going to be able to do accounting a hundred million times better than you'll ever be able to do. Microsoft Office announced that in quarter three of this year, they're rolling out a program called Copilot. Mm -hmm. It's based on ChatGPT4. It's built in to Excel. It can do Mm -hmm. and calculate anything you can do or want to calculate in Excel. Mm -hmm. You know what like 90% of middle management office jobs in America are? Plugging in numbers to an Excel spreadsheet and telling it to calculate stuff. <laughs> so once you make the AI basically perfect at that job, the middle class is effectively done. There's no like, there's literally there's no job other than physically moving things, and other than being the guy that takes the pro the pro other than being the guy who actually drives the product to where it's supposed to go other than there is not a job that cannot be done by computers i know other people than are like being the billionaire oh, who owns, no, who owns the, the, AI, the computer there will be no other job no, but like even the people who are like oh what about therapists and teachers i'm like 
A highly advanced AI is going to be able to learn every single therapy technique and the entire intricacies of the way the human brain operates and be Tucker, able to, to diagnose. They already did yeah, that. And to diagnose conditions instantly and better and more accurate than a human being can. Um, I don't, it wasn't better help, but it was like a similar program. Mm -hmm. Just recently, Fire all of their on-call staff and replaced it with an AI. Mm -hmm. Like, within the last four months. Yeah. Like, that thing you just said, it already happened. Teacher, teachers. An AI knows everything, everywhere, all at once. You think, J Joe Bob, who teaches history in high school, guess what? We don't need you when the computer knows every single fact about history down to the second that it's being discovered right now, as well as everything about everything else and exactly every single technique for dealing with children. Not only that, but let's get even scarier. Let's take the TikTok algorithm and that combine that with the teacher algorithm. Mm -hmm. It now knows everything about you and the exact most perfect way to teach you information. Yeah. So not only will it know more than all the teachers, but it'll know how to teach yeah. you better than all the teachers. Yeah. The people who argue that like we should all be replaced by AI is like, I don't. Other than... Well, it doesn't matter what they argue because no. it's happening. No, okay. It's oh, going yeah. to happen. It's happening right now. The, it, the only thing that's going to be able to stop AI is AI being world, sued. No, it's World War Three destroying human <laughs> infrastructure up until this point. No. That is it. Yeah. That's only, the only thing. The only people with the jobs... Or maybe Tom Cruise with his magic key. Maybe he can do if it. If we let the AI Spoilers, take over... I guess. The only people with jobs will be the people who own the AIs. The billionaires who own the AIs that control everything. That's it. Because everything else will be run by AI. You know how we can't figure out self-driving cars, right? Because we can't calculate the inputs of the, the behavior of other drivers. And that's yeah. the reason. So guess what? When all those com com cars are driven by the AI... Won't matter because all, all the AIs talk are to each other. entirely predictable. Then there won't be need for human error. Then we won't have human error. Then that won't have to be calculated, and all the cars will drive themselves. All the airplanes, all the air traffic control, when the computer memorizes exact flight patterns and knows all of them simultaneously, we won't need the air traffic control man, and all the airplanes will be able to fly perfectly fine. Yeah, without need for people. There is not a single job that is performed in the world right now. Again. Except for physically lifting things and moving them. And owning the AI. And owning the AI that cannot be done by a computer. And when they figure or won't, out... Or, or will not in the very near future yeah. be able to be done by a computer. And when they figure out a way to get the robots to be able to move the things and put things together, then you won't need the people anymore at all. And then you have either... The, then, and then again, it's this just is why, Terminator. This is why I brought up Andrew Yang. You have one of two options. Either everyone dies homeless... <laughs> Or the government does like UBI. Those are like <laughs> those are the only options at that point. Then someone has to step in and stop them from using the AI. Yeah, but that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen because the AI will know that they're going to try to do that, and it will have already told its executives exactly how to run go around. Because the money, and when the money is best, when there's when the money AI, becomes smarter than the humans, no. you lose. The only the thing game. that would stop that is that everyone would be so poor that they wouldn't be able to afford any of the products being manufactured, and the companies would no longer be able to function. Yeah, that's the that is the end. That's the that is game. the only way. Yeah, that's the only way that that the AI stops. That's the re that's the reason why people. I'm generally I know everyone's it's controversial political. Everyone I know everyone hates capitalism. And everyone's like, oh, capitalism is going to ruin the world. Well, oh, that's the end of capitalism no. is that. Capitalism itself can't, like, everyone being poor is stops capitalism from working. So yeah. the fact that, like, capitalism 
people think that's like where we're driving towards with capitalism like that just inherently doesn't work well you will because get when everyone is too poor to be able to buy the products then the product the companies that make the products will no longer be able to function so yeah. they need everyone to be at a point where they're not poor enough but to be able to purchase the they products. have to get to that point yeah. first so humanity has to get as close to dying as possible for them to get to the point where like it can function properly. And I for one can't wait. That's a guy that's gonna be so cool. And this kind of this we're pretty much can't already wait to live in that world. We pretty much already rolled into the actor strike stuff, so we'll just keep going with it. Uh Bob Iger, who we talked about earlier when he was at his billionaire summer camp giving that interview, he said that the that the the strikes were very disturbing to him. Um and that you know the industry just hasn't recovered yet from COVID. Oh, but we do have the five billion extra dollars to put in it. We have that. Though. By the way, he just got a contract extension to 2026. He's going to get $50 million a year. Yeah, well, we have enough for that. But By the way, not, that, um, you can't play the writers, though. The writers' pay has not increased since 2009. Well, no, we can't increase that. No, no Bob no. Iger needs his new Bob, yacht. Sam, how are they going to buy more yachts? How is he going to get to his billionaire summer camp on his private jet? He doesn't have jet. the $50 million raise. <laughs> think, guys. Think. Come on. Studios are losing an average of $600,000 per day on each production that is... Shut down due to the strike, which is all but like five. That's the point of a yeah. strike. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I'm not saying like a day, like total. I'm saying like every production that is stopped right now on average is losing $600,000 each. Yeah. A day. That's that's um, the point of a strike. If you want to learn more about the strike, uh, Dan Merle on YouTube, he's a great movie critic. He also does box office analysis. Mm -hmm. He's a lot of what I look at when we do any sort of box office talk on this show. He made a great video about the SAG after strike. I'll probably link it in the description of this. Um, if you want to learn more about the strike and what they're striking for and how this is all playing out. And another thing, video. another thing I wanted to address, there was a lot of controversy going on around mainly because freaking straw hat goofy was being goofy on TikTok and made a silly, goofy, funny video explaining why he was like, just kind of ignoring the strike, which was weird. I don't know why he did that. He just uh, anyway. Sam, you want to know the real reason why he did that? Because clicks. Because the studios news. give him a lot of money to that promote too. their stuff, and, and he so, said he got to say no. Nope, weirdly enough, it. he's on the side of the studios. Well, he's not on the side of the studios. He just said he's going to keep doing. He's his remaining job. neutral. But I wanted to talk about like our place. In okay. This general in, yeah. in this environment, um, journalists for the most part have been permitted by SAG after to continue covering. Yes. And uh, film critics have been permitted to continue reviewing movies. That I are consider out. what we do closer to that than promoting studios because no, actually we, we kind of do the opposite. We of crap on studios them a lot all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we do whatever the opposite of that yeah. Is. And I feel like uh, we're gonna keep bringing up the strike as often as we can because I do think it's well, not is as important. often as we can because that'd be a really boring show. But well, as often as it's necessary. Uh, there's not gonna be a lot of updates because. It was reported a couple weeks ago that the studio's plan is literally not to negotiate until the people are poor and losing their homes, and then they have to come to the table. Yeah, very so cool, very cool and normal. Behavior. I think it's important to, I think it's it's fine that we keep reviewing movies. We talk about the movies, um, why they're good, which is because of the people who are because on strike, the, the actors and the directors and the writers, the people who are the ones who are at the bottom of the totem pole here. I think it's important that we talk about them. These movies are not good because of the studios that greenlit them. No. They are good because of the people that made them. And I think that's important that we keep talking. And often, the, the movies that are bad are bad because of the studio input and the control that they have that over That is them. often the, one of the main yeah. contributing factors. So, and we're going to keep talking about news. Obviously, it's probably going to keep slowing down as we get further into the strike. Don't be surprised if we happening. focus more on like video game news. 
Yeah. That's probably going to increase as this decreases. We have no intention of ever being a member of SAG, so I don't know if we're violating any rules or anything, but we're going to keep doing what no, we I did. I did look do. this up because um, I didn't want to cause problems. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, as far as like journalism goes, which again, I don't consider us journalists, but I do think... I consider us media regurgitators. <laughs> yeah, like... If you compare what we do here to another job, that would probably be the closest comparison is like media review yeah. and journalism. We're discussing uh, news. Yeah, we're news aggregators, pretty mm -hmm. much. Um, that has not been yeah. uh, condoned by SAG after. Also, I do want to say, um, I, why are you telling like creators can and can't do? That's weird. You're like a union, you don't have anything to do with that. I think but... it's because a lot of the creators in like the movie space have relationships with uh companies that produce that's true stuff like but i think it's weird to punish non-union members for like their choices yeah. outside of being in the union i think that's a little weird. i feel like it's i understand why they're doing it yeah and i don't think it's a malicious I thing i think, think it's, it's more like we need everyone to not do this so that this yeah. works I just, I am not a fan of being told by outside bodies what I, mean, I can no one's, can't do if I'm not a member. No one watches our show. This doesn't affect anybody. I think we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, also more stuff. Again, I'll link that Dan Merle video in the description. He's a great, all of his stuff's great. You should watch his stuff anyway. Um, so the big thing, and we talked about AI coming out of the SAG negotiation was when Fran Drescher, who's the head of SAG, gave her speech declaring that they were on strike. They talked about when they were in negotiations, um, the studios wanted to be able to bring in an extra for a day, pay them a day's wage. A day's wage, a day's work. Scan them into the computer. And have an AI and version of And own their likeness forever. forever to be used in any movie from now in perpetuity without having to pay them a single dollar ever again. And without that extra being able to go any work anywhere else because their likeness is now owned by that company. Also without, without their, their consent. consent to be used in the future. Apparently projects. they've already done it a couple of times. People have been coming out and saying a studio scanned me a couple of weeks ago and didn't tell me what it was for. So very cool. Very cool. Very cool and normal things. And if you're on, on right the side now. of the corporations... I don't like, understand why? why dude they're not gonna they're, you think simping for billionaires is gonna like <laughs> have them give you money they're not gonna like like you dude like stop simping for tim cook is not gonna make him like fly to your house in a helicopter and hand you a million dollars thank you for being on the right or, like, side you're more likely <laughs> to get promoted because i mean i guess that's okay true. if you work if you work for them, if you work for you know, Apple and you're you sipping do. for the CEO to get sure, promoted, do what you gotta sure. do. But if you're like a random Joe and you're on the side of Bob Iger, I don't understand but why. But if you're like some random, like, you know, America loving truck driving patriot <laughs> on TikTok, what, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> what are you like, gaining? They're, they're from not this? going to like, like you more. You they get, hate you. In fact, you get less by doing that. Yeah, you, your life actually gets away. I don't understand. Like, definitively. That, I don't understand the people who are like, oh, let's, yeah, let's just get rid of all the actors and writers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, dude. Live your life without ever reading a book or watching a movie or TV show or listening to a song ever again because obviously art doesn't matter to you. Why oh, aren't you truck drive 12 hours a day, dude? The takes on this have been so weird. Okay, <laughs> this is another take that I've seen all over TikTok. Is, uh, so, you know that one? Have you seen that video of Adam Conover being like, the, the, the writers can't afford healthcare. Da, 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 yeah. Now, Why do they make him Now, personally, person? I find Adam Conover very, very annoying. Very annoying. But that's because he's Adam Conover, not because I generally disagree with, like, his sentiment on the strike. But, yeah. Um, 
a lot of people were like, well, we can't afford houses in LA because of people like you, because of, because of the rich, the rich actors who were buying up all the houses. I'm like, this guy does not understand how housing markets work at all. No. It's driving me a little crazy. No, I mean, it's because there's a few actors, like a minute portion and a few writers that make a lot of money from writing and acting because they are and, the most and famous. then there are thousands of people underneath them who work paycheck to paycheck the average like the average actor's salary is twenty six thousand dollars a year that's less than a teacher yeah for context i know because that's get, the generally the one what? people bring up a lot of the people who, who work as actors will never make it right and that yeah that's an unfortunate that's, part of the, and you the know what? job that's never not going to be the case not it's a very competitive industry it's a super competitive industry and it's the same with writing not everybody is going to be a James Gunn or a Steven Spielberg or a literally name a famous writer. I don't know. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that the people who are working should live in squalor. Yeah. That's like, that's a ridiculous position to yeah. hold. No, Sam. They <laughs> should get a real job. That way I can, I can complain about movies that, that aren't being What does that even, bro? Okay, low-key, most real jobs, super fake. Like most, like again, like middle management corporate jobs, like you're just putting stuff in a spreadsheet. No, dude. it's because it's art. It's because it's art, and therefore it's not considered is like not a real, real job. Yeah. It's because it's not like necessary, even though it is necessary, just in a different way. There, okay, yes. Yeah, so a healthy culture in, has art. <laughs> in in society, when you aren't working at the factory, uh, <laughs> you want to do things that are fun, uh, art, and enjoyable. Generally, the considered to be the fun thing. Uh, that you do when you're not at the factory. Guess what, dude? When you go to church every Sunday and you sing in the choir? That's art. That's buddy. art, dude. That's important. And it's important that you do that because it's good to participate in art. And in it's culture. Good to participate in culture and interact with other human beings. And when you're sitting at home in your spreadsheet all day and you have no movies to watch or music to listen to and AI makes everything. You'll have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> and you sit all day in VR. That's all you, bud. <laughs> it, is, it is in the company's best interest to keep you as alone, <laughs> as isolated, and as artless as possible because that means they can extract and that's the most money from you possible because you'll go to work more because you have no friends. Or anything You'll other. have to work more because you can't afford anything. You will have nothing fun to spend your money on, so you'll spend it on the corporate products that they release. They have an incentive to keep you miserable. <laughs> so don't let them make you miserable. <laughs> and the don't... best way to not be miserable is to participate in society in a healthy way. And part of that is not letting them destroy society, which is... They are actively that is trying their active to do. goal. Short-term profit drives societal collapse. And then when they get to the societal collapse, they panic when the profits don't come and in. Again, I want to say it's not bad to want to make profit or want to make money. Oh. It becomes an issue when you are making it at the expense of humanity. Yeah. That's when it becomes when a problem. you are actively ruining the global culture. <laughs> when you because are... <laughs> now you can make a couple more dollars from your Transformers movie. Maybe there's not something good going on. <laughs> Maybe you need to think a little bit about how this is going to and affect you five years from now. If they, pay the, if they give the writers everything they want and the actors everything they want, you know how much less the CEOs will make? The None. same amount They of will money. make the same amount of money and everything will be just fine. There's, maybe they make a little bit less, but other, generally speaking, Netflix is spending fine. $5 billion yeah, a year on random crap. <laughs> I can't wait to see Witcher Blood Origin 2. 
just maybe. Or Extraction 4. No, and it's not even that. It's not even that the writers are like all of a sudden being like, we want uh, $200,000 more a year. Most of what they're asking for is just stuff they had before that has gone want, away. Yeah, they just want it back. They just want to not be replaced so with So Hollywood robots. was already functioning fine when they had that because they had it before. Now, I also have seen a lot of very dumb <laughs> takes from people who don't understand how a streaming service operates. They don't understand that it is actually, like, kind, like actually just not profitable for no, the most part don't. at the moment. They do not understand that. No streaming service is profitable except for Netflix. And, well, Netflix isn't even profitable because they choose not now, to be. Yeah, okay. There are some cases like that where they are choosing not to be profitable. But However, HBO Max and Peacock and Paramount Plus and Disney Plus and all none those, of those, are none profitable of those make money. They're all burning billions every single, every single year. And it's, like, it's not difficult to, like figure this stuff out just do, do a little research maybe read read a little bit you know there's guys fun fact all those headlines you read every day sometimes well written by writers no they got articles part of them sometimes there's more words than just that one sentence yeah, more than just the headline <laughs> okay uh is that is that it for yeah the, uh, let's give an update on our chart we have not a we haven't oh, done a yeah. chart in like two weeks so um we're recording this again before Barbie and Oppenheimer, which will definitely be on These the actual somewhere. list uh, before, before in, the, in the next episode. Um, so right now, uh, Sam, me and you were both horribly wrong. I think I've been more right. You've been more right. I have been more wrong. Uh, neither one of us had the number one. In fact, none of us were close to what the number one is and probably will end up yeah, being. That's, that was, Spider-Verse that was is total, number one. That was a total we both like, that had, dark horse. We both had that at number six. I think that movie just... I think we underestimated it because it was animated. I think we underestimated it because it was like the only great movie. Other than Guardians. I liked Guardians yeah. a lot. But I feel like Spider-Verse was better received, I think, by the general audience. And I think that was... We didn't expect that to be... Connect with the audience as much as it did. Oh, okay. So, uh... They can't really see it very well. Either put it like next to you or next to me. Better? Yeah. Now I can see it. Okay. Careful that you don't bump the TV. Yeah, I'm gonna back up. I'll probably be off camera, but as long as you can see the Well point. no, you're you're in camera. You have a lot of frame to work okay. with. You can back up a so, lot. So yeah. I had Indy five at number one. That was stupid. It's probably gonna end up <laughs> It's probably gonna end up exactly where see, it is. Either... Yeah, I was only one off for Indiana Jones. So it'll either end up at five. Actually no, it'll probably drop. Barbie, Heimer, Barbie will probably make it up there. I don't think Oppenheimer will probably make as much. I think Oppenheimer will probably be around so five there. You'll probably see Indy 5 at somewhere at, at six or seven by the end of the, the, end of the summer. Um, Transformers has performed way better than I thought it would. We didn't, neither one of us, I think, had it on our top 10 at all. Yeah, I, I just honestly forgot it even existed. I probably would have put it on here if I remembered it. Well, I was out. thinking, like, people are just so burnt out on Transformers, but it's actually held really well. No, when week. I made this list, I just actually forgot that, yeah, that I movie was but, being um, made. I think it's, and I've talked to a couple of people, I think it's actually done pretty well with, like, the kids. That's become a one that they actually Yeah, because like. it's just fun Transformers yeah. smash. Um, I had The Flash number two. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. The Flash, by See, the way... I was only one off on The Flash. The Flash, by the way, won't make the top 10 of the summer. Probably not. It, I doubt it. If it does, it'll be the number 10. But right now, I'm only one off. Or now it's number 8. It's made less than Elemental, and it'll make less than Elemental. Elemental has topped Elemental the has, Flash. like, bizarrely, like... The Elemental... Kind of recovered. Elemental has held really, really well, but it's still not It's profitable. their second highest grossing movie since Frozen 2. No, it is their highest grossing animated film since Frozen 2, but yeah. that's because literally everything else they've released since Frozen 2 has done so bad. And Kanto came out. 
But that didn't do well in theaters. Yeah, that Disney blew up Plus, on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Um, Guardians 3 is... If Barbie blows up... I got Guardians 3 also The Guardians exactly right. 3 goes to number 3. But if if Barbie is just, like, really good, it'll probably end up where Little Mermaid is now at number 3. Um, Oppenheimer, I think, is probably going to end up on the lower wait, end. okay, wait. I had it at number 10. I think there's a, there's a good chance it ends up at number 9. If, if Barbie ends up being 3, mm-hmm. I will have 3 of the top 5 exactly right. That's true. You had fa- your big thing was just putting Fast X in number one. Yeah, because I just assumed it was going to make a ton of money in China. Yeah. But then you said yeah, you weren't doing, we were doing domestic. I mean, Fast X is still in the top five for now, but it won't be at the it end. It definitely of won't be after Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah. Uh, and everything else, uh, Sound of Freedom has been a surprise hit. Yeah, that was weird. That's, um. I mean, every now and then we get one of those. It's a. It kind of became like a political issue. It is a, poli- it's a political thing. If it's uh, it's one of those screw Hollywood. I love how people conservatives made pe- our own movie, which is fine. I mean, I've I've heard that the movie is actually like pretty good. Oh, okay, so, and the story seems pretty cool. So everyone is mad because it's a QAnon conspiracy movie. Which is oh, do you know the guy who wrote that article? Who? Have you heard about him? No, I haven't. Okay, so the guy who wrote that article, mm-hmm. uh, runs a little company called Prostasia. What's that do? It's a charity that is supposed to uh, help children who have been victims of uh, like sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they have many uh, initiatives that are trying to validate uh, the identity of maps. Which, if you don't know what that is, good, don't look it up. Um, it's basically a nice way of saying pedophile. Basically, he runs a pedophile acceptance organization. That's cool. He's the guy who said no, it was like uh, a QAnon conspiracy. But movie. I brought, I, I've, we, neither one of us have seen Sound of Freedom, and I don't, I don't know anyone who has. But I know, uh, I mentioned him earlier in the show, Dan Merle did a, when he did his weekly box office show, he actually saw the movie before talking about it, which <laughs> most of the people who are talking about Sound of Freedom have not seen Sound of okay, Freedom. Okay, the only, the only <laughs> people I've seen who are, t- who like watched it, who are, are like people who are in the theater and they're like they shut off the they shut off the, the thing it's a conspiracy a of... i'm like dude no that AMC, amc just sucks yeah just don't go to we went to see transformers and the, they, they forgot did, to turn they the, projector to turn the projector on it's not because it was a conspiracy it's because amc <laughs> yeah. is actual no, garbage um, so right now big the big hit so far has been spider-verse barbie will probably end up being one of the bigger ones this year i think it'll probably be three or two in terms of biggest disappointment the flash the easy. flash the flash is one of the biggest bombs of all time mission impossible right now is at number 10 uh it'll be number nine probably next week uh i'm surprised actually, no. freedom is beating out mission impossible uh it's i think it's, yeah yeah that's kind of crazy that's kind of crazy um but it won't in the long haul mission impossible no it's gonna it's that. gonna flame out mission impossible fast. has good audience scores it opened okay let me put this down for a second because i'm holding up i'll bring i'll take it i'll bring it back up in a second but uh we didn't talk about mission impossible's opening when we talked about the movie itself on the last episode because it, we saw it the day it came out yeah and we recorded it the next day so we didn't have any of the, the financials yet on it though so mission impossible opened about a million dollars more than the last one that's good but most people are thinking it's a fa- most people are saying it's a disappointment because it didn't do top gun maverick money yeah, but that that but movie I feel made like, insane money. For and no I think reason. I kind of bought into this a little bit, but I feel like it was a very unrealistic expectation to expect the seventh movie in a series to do as much as what was essentially the first movie in a series. No, I said again, most people who saw Top Gun Maverick have not seen the original Top Gun. Yeah, and also Top Gun was one movie. 
We're Top talking Gun about Mission Impossible. Way less lore yeah, than Mission Impossible. Entry. Mission Impossible was on seven. Like a lot of people who who saw Top Gun saw that this was the seventh Mission Impossible and said, "Oh, I don't want to have to watch mind. six Mission Impossibles to know what's going on." I don't want that much. I'm going to skip it. It still did well. It still did as, uh, as it still had as big of an opening as the last one, which is fine. That's a healthy franchise. It does need to leg out some because the budget's so high. I think the fact that it has such stiff competition this upcoming week is going to hurt its legs a little bit. But I think if it can hold okay against Barbie and Oppenheimer, it can then kind of play a couple weeks and maybe make some money. It's it has really strong competition this week, and then it kind of the summer then kind of starts to fizzle out after that. This is kind of the big finale to the giant summer blockbusters is is Barbenheimer. But then you get into like Haunted Mansion, Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, no, Equalizer. the summer movies end tomorrow. There's still technically summer movies, and we're gonna count them as summer movies. But like the cool ones are gone. The Mission Impossible will have some more time to like leg out and run for a little bit longer. If they had released and Mission, Impossible... I think Mission Impossible is pretty much dead. If they had put Mission Impossible in like, okay, one Haunted Mansion comes out the week after uh, RB and Mop. Well, they wanted to. They wanted to die in July 28th. Yeah, they wanted to die. Stupid. Put that in October. Don't put anything there. Put that in October. Barbie's yeah. going to eat all of the kid audience that that was going to ever attract. So that was stupid. Move that to October. I guarantee if they had put that movie in October, it would have made $20 million at least more opening weekend than it is now. Yeah, also, um, it's a spooky movie. Put it in so spooky season. I get why they wanted to put Mission Impossible where it was, like July 4th time. But it came right after Indiana Jones and right before Barbie and Oppenheimer, and especially Oppenheimer has a very similar primary demographic that it's movie. going for. Dad movie. And Indiana Jones also tried to be a dad movie, but it didn't work as well. So, like, you had three dad movies, like, literally back-to-back -back weeks. So I feel like if they had put Mission Impossible, like, last week of July, first week of August, it would have done way better. The hype for Barbie and Oppenheimer is also... It's just consumed I everything. I think the biggest hype we've seen for a movie this summer, easily. Yeah, easily. Barbie has kind of been eating everyone else's attention. Like, Guardians and Spider-Man didn't even have hype on this level. And, like, no. they've weirdly merged into, like, one... Barbie... Single hype unit. Yeah. Like, the the hype for one is the hype for the other. Which it's is weird. I've really seen funny because before. the only reason Barbie came out this weekend is because Oppenheimer was coming out this weekend and Warner Brothers was mad at Christopher Nolan. That's the only reason it's coming out this weekend. And they've weirdly like merged into a single... Into a single entity. It's so weird. Which I is great for the box office. Yeah, they're going to love it. We're going to have two movies that aren't dying on, on impact. <laughs> and that are, relatively speaking, like new ips well we'll have two like barbie as a toy has been that's based forever. on something but it's not a sequel but it's never yeah they've never the, the movie has never and oppenheimer been oppenheimer's a totally original new thing, thing. but uh, the, nolan does that all the time it's based on real life but that's just, yeah, it doesn't count yeah. it doesn't count you can't oh it already happened the uh, so uh, uh, original uh, 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 i'm joking <laughs> i know i'm just that would yeah. be funny if like someone argued so it's good um so right now uh i think we have oops, Ooh, careful we each have eight of our top 10 out Barbie and Oppenheimer are the only ones we have coming that are not on, out yet and will end up being on our list. So uh, Ninja Turtles could maybe swim in there. Maybe beat out I Elemental. I get it because Turtles, they I think it swim. has a chance. I think it has a chance. I think it could definitely think, end up making more than Elemental. I think Ninja Turtles will be where Elemental is probably, like around so here. So what we're probably looking at is, is Elemental uh, and Oppenheimer to probably round out the top 10. And then everything else is just kind of going to stay where it is. These three, I think, will drop off. I think. Oh, no. Mission Impossible will stay up there. You'll definitely. I don't know. I think once 
Barbie and Oppenheimer, I don't think anyone's going to be going to see Mission Possible anymore. I think the Flash and Sound of Freedom will definitely drop out of there. That's no oh, question. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Those are going to go. Hundo percent. You won't see those. I think Mission Impossible will probably end up making... I mean, it opened bigger over... So Mission Impossible opened over on a Tuesday. So yeah. you kind of have to count Tuesday through Sunday as its opening weekend. Because a lot of people who would have seen it on Friday just saw it earlier in the week. Yeah. So, I mean, if... And, it, and it's... Five-day opening was better than Indy's opening weekend. So I think you could maybe see Mission Impossible end up doing better than Indy 5. I think there's a chance that Mission Impossible ends up behind Fast X in front of Indy 5, and then Elemental through Sound of Freedom drop out completely. I think there's a pretty good chance that that happens. Yeah. I feel like we're definitely, other than The Flash, each of us is probably going to have nine of the ten movies on the actual list be on our list. All of our placements are completely wrong. You had Guardians at two, which is actually correct. I had Guardians at three, um, which is interesting. Anyway, we'll definitely talk about the box office more in our wrap-up show in September, but that's kind of a quick update on that right now. Sam, how long have we been going? We've been going for about two hours. Okay, I think we can wrap it up. Uh, we're going to talk about the highest grossing movie next year. Uh, sure. Let's do it real quick. Let me read you some movies. These are the movies currently dated for summer 2024. You tell me which one you think is going to make the most money. All right. Will you type whatever you're typing over there? Hang on. I'm responding to something. By the way, all of these are going to get delayed from the SAG in after and writer strikes, by the way. Deadpool 3, My Ex-Friend's Wedding, If, which is the John Krasinski comedy with a million other famous people, uh, Furiosa, Mad Max prequel, Garfield, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. By the way, that Garfield movie is the animated one with Chris Bratt. Um, a Karate Kid film. Ballerina, which is a John Wick spinoff. Okay. Oh, what? Oh, my phone died. Okay. Camera's on you, I guess. Okay. The Watchers, which is M. Night Shyamalan's Daughters movie. Interesting. Inside Out 2. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. Despicable Me 4, Mufasa the Lion King, which is, of course, a Lion King prequel. Yeah, don't say. Twisters, which is a sequel to Twister, the yeah, 90s film. Yeah, don't say. Captain America Brave New World, uh, a new alien movie. Those are your options. Obviously, it's going to end up being way more stuff, but this is what's on the calendar like a year in advance. Actually, it's probably going to be way less stuff. Uh, I'm on a lock-in. Despicable Me 4. Yeah, that's pretty. I think you could... Uh, Deadpool, I think, is being held back by that R rating. And the fact that... And Captain America is probably not going to make that. And Mission Impossible is probably just going to do about as well as this one did, which yeah, is not enough. Yeah, probably going to do about the same thing. Yeah, and... Uh, it's usually an animated movie or like a kid family movie that ends up spiking its way to number one. And Spickle Me 4 has got them minions in it, man. That's true. Can't beat the minions as much as we all try. We'll Everything never escape will the eventually minions. be minions. Minions and TikTok. Ooh. Remember when a minion? Combine minions. All right. Well, let's get out of here before <laughs> they get any new ideas. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show. As always, everybody, we'll see you. The next episode will be out very, very soon. 
uh, because we want to get that Oppenheimer Barbie hype out. We got to yeah, get on that train. That Spider-Verse hype that we did when the Spider-Verse came out. Yeah. Anyway, we're, of course, on Spotify, our podcasts, everywhere you find podcasts. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.